It's game day in Maryville, and you know what that means. It's time for some Red Rebel football on your home for all things Maryville sports. Rebel Radio, WGAP. Sit back as we set the stage for another chapter in the storied tradition of Maryville High School football. We look for Maryville to take it to another level and raise the bar to another Red Rebel victory. Welcome to Rebel Radio, WGAP, and look out, because here come those Rebels. to you and welcome inside the uh, the Maryville High School inside Skeeter Shield Stadium where your Red Rebels are set to take on Dobbins Bennett. The Indians have come all the way down here from Kingsport and look to take on the Rebels and Chris uh, a first round matchup here in the 6A playoffs but uh, it's fun to be at home in the playoffs but uh, you know as as we talk all the time this is the new season this is where things come at but uh, joining in with me uh, Chris Hips. Chris man uh, welcome in it's a little chillier here tonight. Yeah, it's really uh, feeling like uh, winter weather, not the fall weather that we were kind of hoping it was going to be, but not incredible atmosphere. Uh, we Looking at this home crowd, it's already filing in. Uh, you know, we got it looks like a good little travel group from Dobbins Bennett. You know, that's a nice little drive for them. What more can we say? It's playoff football time. Hey, it's it's a fur piece from uh, where I'm from. That's how you say it, and it's a long way from Dobbins Bennett. So, yeah, a decent crowd here. Uh, Dobbins been it out warming up. The Rebels have already taken it back to the field house. But, uh, Chris, earlier this week, got a chance to sit down with Coach Derek Hunt, talk about a 10-0, another undefeated season, how they, they finished out with a region championship against Dobbins Bennett, and what they look to see here tonight against, uh, or against Bradley Central, and what they look to see here tonight against Dobbins Bennett. Let's take a listen to the Coach's Show. That Coach's Show brought to you by the Huddleston Law Firm. We'll be right back. And we're pleased to be joined by the head football coach of your Maryville Red Rebels, Coach Derek Hunt. Coach, again, as always, thanks for the time and uh, welcome to the playoffs. Yes, it's exciting. Thank you so much. Coach, uh, week one of the playoffs is is upon us. But, uh, again, as we do each and every week, uh, again, this interview being brought to you by the Huddleston Law Firm right here in Maryville. Uh, but last week, senior night, uh, a big night at Maryville High School, uh, defeated Bradley Central uh, 42 to 14 just a, a really good out of the gate performance uh, by by your red rebels uh, tell us a little bit about what you saw from your bunch friday night well obviously bradley came out strong you know 80 yard touchdown run and i i think uh that was probably the worst thing that they could have done obviously uh, got us going and um, i love how our kids responded so defense came out and got three or four three and outs in a row and then offensively we had one three and out to start the game but then we got going you know and obviously Carson and Markel Fordberry had a big night had a had had a connection going for sure and Noah Vaughn a couple long runs so uh, it was an exciting night and good way to, to win a region championship you, you know we Chris and I talked about it in the booth on on that first play from scrimmage for Bradley you know they had to be excited that had to to kind of inject their their sideline a little bit but I, I looked at Chris and I said I don't know that that was a good idea you know, just because basically that was gonna that was gonna tick off a defensive front that's been hungry all year, and uh, and, yeah. and I was pretty accurate in that. Eighty yards on the first play, and I think their first half total offense was fifty four yards. So uh, defense wow. had sent them backwards for the next uh, next twenty three minutes. That's a crazy stat, and I, you know that's that's so awesome. I, I can't give enough credit to our defensive coaches, and our, our kids on that side of the ball. 
lot of energy, you know, and, and they're just so coachable. And they do a great job of studying kind of the plan each week and being able to, you know, intuitively know where to line up and, and what's going to be coming. So they just do a great job. Our coaches do a great job communicating those keys to them. And that's, you know, it's showing on the field right now. So hopefully we can keep that going. Absolutely. And you talked about Carson and Markell being on the same page. You know, Markell won the, the Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game for his second time this year. He won it against Farragut on the road and uh, got, him yep. a, got him a pairing as he's won it now at home. Uh, but yep. but really, uh, they were uh, they were on the same page. I mean, just from from Jump Street, we talk about the the I'll call it the uh, the field house end zone. Uh, that that touchdown in that corner, uh, it looked like it was going to be overthrown. But the touch that Carson was able to put on that football dropped in it in a bucket, and Markell was yep. just eyed it all the way in. Great play there. I'm still not sure how he caught it. We don't we don't have a great look on film, um, so. You know, it's kind of hard to, to see it uh, and and really enjoy it, I guess you could say. But Markel's a special player, and he has just exploded onto the scene. And we knew it was coming. It was just a matter of when. He's getting better and better. And what he's doing now is he's making he's making big plays in big games, which is definitely what you want to see going into the playoffs. And we're going to have to lean on him. I know in in this first round. So hopefully, uh, hopefully he'll continue, and I'm sure he will. And then speak to your quarterback, Carson Jones. He was 10 of 12 on the night, 129 yards, four touchdowns accounted for. Uh, and one of those yeah. incompletions was him spiking the football. <laughs> yeah, he, he had a great night. And, and, but really, I mean, if you, look at, if you look at Carson's stats, you know, like the last six, seven weeks, and, and probably even most of the year, I mean, it's almost identical. You know, he's going he's gonna to go anywhere from 10 or 15 completions, and he might have, you know, three or four incompletions. And he'll have anywhere from 150 and a few scores, you know. And he, he just he's just so methodical and efficient, um, you know. And one one of the best things that Carson does is he has a plan before the ball touches his hands. And I think that's what makes him play with such confidence. And you know, he's obviously anticipating what the defense is going to do, and we work hard on that. And he's just a great kid. And him, Markel, all, all those guys, that's the senior class. They just do such a great job. You know, I wish I had time to talk about each and every one of them individually because they're all worthy of that. And it was a great senior class. Uh, pre, pre-game, they, they recognized the spirit team, the, the cheerleaders, the football team, all, all on the field. And it went, it went goal line to goal line uh, with great, uh, great representation from your football team, a big, big group out there. Yeah, that special senior night, just a special night. You know, and, uh, and it's always exciting to see the parents out there. They're usually emotional, and, and rightly so. And, you know, the guys, some of the players, it's fun to see. You know, some of them don't act like it's a big deal, but, you know, you know, inside their hearts it is. And some guys they just, just wear it on their sleeve. And so um, it's always fun. It's emotional. Uh, fortunately, we knew that wasn't going to be the last time they got to play on that field. And, and so, obviously, we get to do that again Friday night we're excited again and we'll keep going with the accolades Noah Vaughn he's he's crossed the 1200 yard threshold he's got 16 touchdowns and uh and, and your junior running back coach is averaging a first down per touch yeah that's good that's pretty <laughs> that maybe that means he needs to carry more and honestly uh, I wish he did I, I I wish um you know that there's been a lot of games where I don't think Noah's played in the fourth quarter but one or two games this year same with Carson and Markell and, and you know that's that's just been 
a a product of good offense and good defense, you know. And so um, when, the last thing we want to do is is embarrass anybody. And unfortunately, we've played well enough in, in some games to where we've got to play a lot of young kids, and uh, and so they've not been able to play as much. But to, for Noah to have a stat like that is kind of silly. And uh, you know, obviously, obviously, um, as an offensive coach, I hope it continues. Oh, I would say so, but but coach, you you put Bradley Central to bed there in week week eleven, game number ten, forty two to fourteen. Uh, but as as we turn to the playoffs, and again, everybody says hit the reset button. Playoffs are a different animal. Luckily, uh, it's a very similar opponent to the last few years in the playoffs, but much earlier in the month of November, as you're going to see Dobbins Bennett coming to Maryville. Uh, to take them on week number one. Last year was a 35-28 to 28 matchup with Dobbins-Bennett, uh, a, really a battle there up there, and, uh, and, and it was one that uh, you really uh, really came out of there uh, with a lot of head of steam there. Yeah, we, uh, you know, we, that was a big game last year. Dobbins-Bennett was a fantastic team. I think the seniors. And so uh, we, you know, we, uh, <laughs> we're excited about this game just because anytime you play Dobbins-Bennett, just with the tradition that they have and, you know they're great. They're, they're great coaching staff. Those kids play so hard. They um, it means a lot to them. And so, regardless of who's on that roster every year, you know it's going to be an exciting game. Yeah, and it's it's interesting always to look at the uh, the stat leaders for for last year's game versus this year's game. They returned some pieces there. Uh, for their their stat line, but like you said, graduated a, a big senior class. But if you look at it, uh, the leading rusher for the Rebels, uh, he was the second leading receiver in last year's game. He had five catches for seventy yards and a touchdown. But uh, Markel Fortenberry and those those guys uh, have definitely uh, switched gears to being the leaders of this football team. And I'm excited to see. Uh, what Friday night could look like, Coach. Again, Dobbins Bennett comes in. Uh, they have uh, they have traditionally met the Rebels in the postseason. Uh, the last two years, third round exits for Dobbins Bennett, and uh, and moving forward for the Red Rebels. Uh, again, as you look at it, you know, and, and I'll apologize to any of the listeners right now. You know, as we exited the the booth last weekend, I, I thought just based on some. Some metrics I look like. I thought we would see Jefferson County this week. The uh, the Region One shuffle there in in the last game of the regular season was something else, right, Coach? Yeah, it was. It was. It was a. It was something else. That's a great way to describe it. <laughs> I uh, I think I put on social media algorithms and arithmetic. Two words you don't hear a whole lot uh, much anymore. <laughs> but uh, I'll uh, I'll say either way. Dobbins Bennett's coming to Maryville. They'll have to to get inside the Skeeter and see what the the Red Rebels can get done. But, uh, you know, I'm excited for what this night can look like. Looks like hopefully the weather's going to be good. It, it's colder uh, now this part of the season, and, and that usually means big things are on the line. Yeah, that we're excited about playoffs, and anytime you get to this cold weather, it's going to be exciting for sure. Are you, are you feeling good? Had a good week of practice leading into the playoffs, Coach? We have. Our seniors have really stepped up and, and had a great week, and they take this stuff seriously. It always kind of amps up in playoff time, so it's definitely something we're excited for. Well, Coach, uh, again, congratulations on, on being the host school here for round one of the playoffs, a, a tradition at Maryville High School and, and one you guys don't take lightly. But uh, good best of luck against Dobbins Bennett. Uh, they're going to come down here a long way from uh, Kingsport and uh, see what they can get done. But uh, we wish the best to the Red Rebels. Stay healthy, stay warm. And, uh, and good luck, Coach. Thank you so much. I appreciate it.
And again, this interview has been brought to you by the Huddleston Law Firm right here in Maryville and willing to work for you. But let's take us a break. Listen to these great sponsors. When we come back, more of the Everting Orthodontics pregame show right here on Rebel Radio WGAP 105.9 FM, 1400 AM and streaming at WGAPradio.com. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at EvertingOrtho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. And welcome back to Rebel Radio WGAP. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside the ever-prepared Mr. Chris Hips, and welcome to the Twin City Certified Game of the Week for your home for Rebel Sports, Rebel Radio WGAP. Chris, tonight we turn the page to postseason football. Round one pairs the number four seed from Region 1 versus the number one seed from Region 2. That's your Red Rebels. The Indians of Dobbins-Bennett versus the Red Rebels of Maryville High School. The Red Rebels enter tonight at 10-0. The Indians of Dobbins-Bennett come to Maryville at 7 and three tonight it's a win in advance or lose and your season comes to an end but as we look to preview round number one game number 11 here in 2021 mr hips how about those rebels prepared that's what i would say i walking by them as we're going by the field to come up to the uh, stands and uh, you can tell it's locked in this is a zero zero uh schedule right now you know it's the first game of the year basically to this marable team and that's the way they're they're viewing it it's the next game up and I think uh, Coach Hunt said it great in the show, you know, this team, yeah, on paper, 7-3, they're not having the best year that they normally have. But they're still a scary team. I mean, they have a good offense. They have a very good defense. And they're going to try to give Maryville a big test tonight on the home field. Well, the thing is, uh, last year, you know, it was a very tight matchup. You know, onside kick late in the game, nearly recover it. But – they, they don't get it done. That senior class really had their backs against the wall. Graduated a ton of kids, a lot of young players out there for Dobbins-Bennett. They don't, they don't really have anything to lose. Most of them guys are going to come back next year. So I think they're going to come in here with a full head of steam. But, yeah, uh, I, I don't think you have to motivate these Red Rebels. They, they know what playoff time means. They know what it means here at Maryville. And they know that the, the uh, first weekend in uh, November is not the end of their season. But, uh, but really excited for what, what it's going to be here tonight. Beautiful night here at Skeeter Shield Stadium. Got a great sunset to our back. As uh, you look at the, the sky there across the way, uh, pinks, blues as, uh, as the sunset here in Maryville. Exciting to, to be here. But the Marching Rebels are on the field here for some pregame festivities. Uh, you, you know, I, I just really think it's a it's a great time to, to give some recognition to our sponsors. A lot, of, a lot of great sponsors made this happen this season. Stevenson Tire, Windy City Grill, Bob Ramsey State Representative, REO Cheese Wagon, Whitlock & Company PC, Everting Orthodontics, Broadway Barbershop, Dwight Price of Realty Executives, Carico Construction, El Himidor Mexican Grill, Common Sense Pest Control, Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage, Smoky Mountain Axe House, the Huddleston Law Firm, Bliss Air, and Dive With Us Scuba Services. Uh, Chris, uh, just uh, just another night here at Maryville. Like we talk about, now it's now it's 6A matchups from here on out. You're going to see Dobbins Minute next week. You know, I, I think you got to let it play out uh, to see who we're going to see next week. But I think right now all eyes, all, all eyes are here on Jim Renfro Field, what this Maryville team can do tonight. So I think Carson's going to have the offense ready to go. I think Mike and the guys on the front for the defense is going to be ready to go. 
Uh, what do you think are some key points to, to victory here tonight for the offense? Well, I mean, talking to some of the defensive players earlier, uh, you know, big game Menneker, he seemed like he was just living in the backfield last week. You know, I think we mentioned that about three or four times he was just maybe a T-shirt length away from getting a sack. You know, for tonight, I think him, Mike, uh, you know, Caleb Graham, some of them big guys up front, they're going to have to get in the backfield, uh, rush the quarterback, you know, make him we, – we, we looked in that, looking at the stats here. He has nine interceptions on the year. He likes to try to force the ball in when he gets pressure on him. So let's hope we can get, get a little pressure on him, make him throw some bad uh, uh, passes there, and let's see if guys like, uh, you know, our Cannon, you know, uh, DJ Barks, one of them guys can get a big interception for us. Well, and I think I think a guy that that's unheralded a little bit, but I, I try to give him credit, uh, you, you know, as much as I can. Zach Braden, I, I wanted him to have a big night tonight. I think he's a he's a guy that uh, that does the dirty work sometimes, gets after it, uh, but yet sometimes just pushes guys back into coverage and allows other other rebels to make the play. But I think Zach Braden's just as much of a playmaker as a lot of these guys, and I hope for him to have a big night here tonight. I think on offense, uh, Dobbins Bennett, they're they're they're. If they've watched any film at all, they're going to have to try to stop Noah Vaughn. I think that's going to open up some big lanes for DJ Burks, Jackson Phillips across the middle, and even Markel Fortenberry, the mismatch that is a mismatch uh, for every team that they're going to see. So I think that's a huge piece here tonight. Uh, you, you know, it's it's going to be a fun one here. It's chilly but not cold. It's it's Well, sun's about to go down. It could change <laughs> at that rate. But I'm excited for what tonight can look like. The Marching Rebels are out on the field doing the fight song. Let's take us a break. Listen to more of these sponsors. When when we come back, we'll talk about uniform combinations. We'll talk about social media, and we'll talk about other ways to connect here on Rebel Radio. You're listening, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55, loaded with premium technology like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire, 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates. And they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653. Or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. Folks, do you want the best mortgage rate and terms available? Go local. Volunteer Home Mortgage is home-owned and home-operated. We're part of your community. When you buy or refinance with us, you're helping local folks who shop locally too. That's Neighbors Helping Neighbors. Call me to see how your local wholesale mortgage broker can help you get the best possible mortgage rate and terms. I'm Lee Franks, Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500. 865-238-7500. NMLS 1641325.
Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blunt County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation review and assurance services. It's Whitlock & Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock & Company online at whitlockcpa.com. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. What you know about rolling down in the deep when your brain goes numb, you can call that mental freeze when these people talk too much. And welcome back to Maryville High School on the campus here at Jim Renfro Field, Skeeter Shield Stadium, where we play host to round one of the 6A playoffs. I'm excited for what tonight looks like. I'm next to Chris Hips. He's on the color commentating. Chris, we've got an extra piece here for Rebel Radio here tonight. Got Carson Crouch on the field. Going to be taking some action shots. I told him to shadow Jeff Weaver. If you need to know where to be <laughs> to take a good picture, follow Jeff Weaver. I'm excited for what that looks like. Well, I'll try to look for him. I don't think he's down there in shadow, and I think he's uh, more or less enjoying being down on the field. He... I'll be honest. You know Carson. Carson <laughs> is a... Uh, He's a free he's a free spirit a little bit. I I wouldn't be surprised to see him get behind the play for a good action shot tonight. You know, maybe run out on the field if he has to. For the... I'll be honest, I did tell him. I said <laughs> any penalties you cause, this may be a one and doneer, buddy. <laughs> so anyway, we'll see how that shakes out. But I know he's going to do a really good job. Follow us on social media, Rebel Radio WGAP, either on Facebook or Twitter. Uh, you can get the action. We usually get every score on the social media. Try to get some extra ones. But, again, uh, just a, a quick-paced offense doesn't necessarily allow you to post much on social media. But, uh, Chris, we're, we're back after the national anthem. Maryville High School Band, you know, just knowing uh, about the band program and knowing about, about what that takes. When it gets cold, it's hard to stay in tune sometimes. And I, I tell you, Maryville just killed it there for the national anthem, did a great job as they've done all season and excited to see their halftime show. Uh, a good home crowd following in here. Again, the sun is set here at Maryville High School. Lights are on, and it's time for football in, in the playoffs. Yeah, we can't give enough praise to our band. I mean, they're incredible week in, week out. Uh, like I said, I think many times I think our band gets better each week. And even though we've seen the same show, I feel like I learn something new every time well, or see something new yeah. every time. Well, and that's a, that's the the compliment of a good program, you know, just continuing to get better. I mean, I think they 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 mirror 
either the football team mirrors the band or the band mirrors the football team, but I think they're both working really hard to be really good. And I tell you, a lot of people this week said, you think Dobbins Bennett's going to bring their band? I said, heck, if they don't, come watch Maryville's band because they're, they're really good also. So I, I think that's a the key point here tonight. Dobbins Bennett's brought a decent little crowd. It's a long drive from uh, Kingsport, but uh, there's a there's several Indian fans over there following in, but uh, uh, it's uh, it, it's going to be a good night. I, I can tell uh, the, the crowd is – there's – there's a, a slow, a light confidence, but it's a it's a uh, it's a show that's really uh, it's a show that's really exciting. But uh, as I say, the uh, the confidence is coming. Here comes the football team walking in front of the home stands. A tradition here at Maryville High School uh, that's second to none. Yes, and uh, just watching the crowd get up. You know, I love watching the uh, guys on the front row, the young kids get down there. You know, getting the high fives. You know, the excitement. You see who's leading. I think it's beast mode. Uh, that's beast mode. And then you Keyshawn got Harper. big game Markel right there behind him, too. Yeah, it, it, just to, to kind of break it, uh, Maryville's in the home blacks, the black pants, uh, black football pants, red and white stripes on either side, black jerseys with uh, shoulders with red and white stripes, and the traditional Rebel helmet with red Rebel script. Uh, coaches intermixed into the, the football team here as they walk in front. But, uh, Chris, what does, the, uh, what does the cheerleader's banner say here tonight? It says, Dobbins Bennett, go ahead and join the rest. You already know that Maribel Rebels are the best. I think that's fair. I think that's fair, you, especially in the first round. I don't, I don't know that uh, uh, any of the students, current students at Maribel High School was alive the last time a, uh, a Maribel team didn't make the, the first round of the playoffs. You know when the last time uh, that, that Maribel only played 10 games, Chris? It was way before I can remember. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you this. Uh, we were we were very, very small lads. 1997 was the last time they just played 10 games. They were 5-5 five and five on the season, and the rest is history. Uh, I think uh, 1998, they win a state championship. Uh, 1999, uh, you know, George Quarles kind of comes into the picture, and then the run that was uh, these last 20, 21 years. So I think that's a, that's a statement in itself. Yeah, I was going to say, it's about – Back about when my uh, Braves won their last world title. So. Hey, look at that! Yeah, I figured. Hey, and congratulations! I guess we get a we get a platform here to congratulate <laughs> all the Atlanta fans that stayed true uh, to the Braves over the years. Uh, it's been a long time since '95, and uh, you, you know it's uh, it's 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 a reset, a clock reset. Now they're they're defending champions again. I just want to point out, I saw a uh, alumni of the Rebel Radio, Mr. Jude Ellison, last week rocking a. I think it was a Dansby Swanson jersey. So, like a, it, it wasn't a Vandy one, was it? No, it was actually a legit <laughs> Atlanta Braves one. I, I guess with the Cardinals not uh, in the World Series this year, he decided to bring that Atlanta Braves jersey on, and I was glad to see it. As the Rebels have met in the end zone, they'll now run through the banner, and they'll get to the sideline. A, an aggressive bunch running through the banner, and, and they're excited about football here tonight. Uh, watching warm-ups, the, uh, you know, the cross, the, the warm-up chant that they do there, uh, all the, the warm-ups, just watching people going through pregame kind of festivities. Uh, this is a focused team. I think you pointed that out. But uh, Carson was dialed in. You know, I, I said, Carson, have a good game, buddy. And he just said, yes, sir, and just kept going. I'm like, this is a kid that's locked in. He's a senior. He's a semifinalist for, for Mr. Football in 6A. I think that's a testament. Talking to Mr. Ken Main here, uh, you, you want to hear Carson's C or career as a starter here at Maryville High School. You want to hear his overall record, touchdowns, interceptions? I know. We were talking about it, and it's just incredible. 42 
touchdowns, one interception. That one interception didn't come this season. He is perfect in touchdowns this season. He's only had, I think he's only had about 30 incompletions yeah. all year. I think he's only got, what, one loss as a starter, so. Yeah, and that's uh, that's in a semifinal matchup. Heck, we've only had one loss as a broadcast yeah. crew, and <laughs> we've been doing this. This is our third postseason, third year. Uh, but as uh, as the, the Dobbins-Bennett crew came to their home sideline, they're going to be in their road gray pants. They're going to have maroon down the side. They're going to have white football jerseys with silver numbers. going to be difficult to yeah, see here so tonight. It's going to be tough. And then they've got the traditional Dobbins-Bennett helmet, very Florida State-esque. It's going to be a maroon helmet with a silver spear on the side, but uh, it's going to be fun to watch. Uh, the captains meet at the mid at, at the 50-yard line, and the, the captains for Maryville is going to be number one, D.J. Burks, number five, Carson Jones, number 55, Mike Bethea, and number 75, Trevor Abdella. That's going to be an all-senior uh, captain group right there. For Dobbins Bennett, it's going to be Eshawn Graves, number 10, number 78, Aseka Kipimo, and it's going to be number 71, Trace Benedict, and number 59, Blake Dockery. If you look at the coin flips been had, Maribel wins the toss and defers to the second half. They're going to see what Dobbins Bennett does on offense. Let that defense eat here to start this game. And that's the best thing you want to do if a young quarterback is get after him early in the game. And like you said, put the pressure on him. And then we know how Maribel always seems to uh, love getting that first uh, second half kickoff, you know, and uh, switch the field quickly, you know, and that's been their MO almost the entire season. Absolutely, and as the clocks hit zeros, we're about to get kick this one away. Special teams have got out on the field, but want to take this time to thank Mr. Ken Main as he gives us up-to-minute stats each and every week, and uh, he, he takes care of us on the coin flip as well and the captains. So it uh, looks like the officials are in position. Dobbins been a little late to the game as far as getting out and receiving formation, but uh, they've probably watched Charles Trenum all year. They don't. I don't even know if they have to come out here. Mr. Mr. Touchback, as he is, uh, he's put it in the end zone more times than he hasn't. Yeah, and I'm looking out right now. I see number two, that is Genova Gillespie, number two, and number 21, Hayden Russell. That's the two receivers Dobbins Bennett's going to have. Those are terrible jerseys, terrible. Yeah. I mean, they're pretty <laughs> up close. I'll give them that, but they're just tough to see from all the way up here. Looks like two men deep. Charles Trenum's going to kick it from his own 40-yard line. A low driver, and it's going to be returned. He's going to take it at the two-yard line, get quickly across the 10, cross the 15. He's going to push the pile across the 25-yard line, and he is going to be dropped right there at the mark. They're going to give him the 24. They're going to say he was down at the 24, push the pile to the 25. So 24-yard line going left to right here on Jim Renfro. It's where Dobbins Bennett will set up shop on offense. Yeah, and that's just a great special teams play by the Maribel recovery team you know they they got down there held their positions and like you said i think uh was it number 21 uh hayden russell he just ran in the back of his own guy and got tripped up number 16 jake carson will come out at quarterback he's a 5'10 215 pound junior and he is going to have in the backfield with him trying to get the number number 10 looks like that's going to be graves eshawn graves he's a 5'9 165 pound senior Stall, small center of gravity, but he's going to get after it. He kicks it out in the flat to number 22, Hayden Scherer, and he pays the price as it looks like he is met and knocked out of bounds by a combo of Keyshawn Harper and Cannon Johnson. Yeah, that was just a great play there by Cannon Johnson coming up and laying a nice lick on him. You know, And maybe he'll hear some footsteps on the next time that little out pass will come up. Well, and, and good good, uh, good speed there for, for Dobbins. Ben, it's going to bring up second down, six yards to go. Ball on the 28. 
And he's going to push some motion. Number 35 will go across the formation right to left. Carson in the shotgun formation. Takes the slap count. He's going to fake the handoff. No, he's going to give it to Graves. And Graves is going to be swallowed up in the backfield by a host of Rebels. I think first there was Peyton Cooper. Yeah, that was blown up there by Peyton Cooper. He uh, took the block, that, the uh, slot receiver that's trying to block him, pushed him back right into to, to the running back and made a big tackle right there behind the line of scrimmage. Big loss there for, for Dobbins Bennett. It's going to bring up third and about eight yards to go. Ball's going to be on the 26-yard line. And they're going to try to make some of that. But big third down here for Dobbins Bennett. A three and out is not how you start on the road. Carson in the shotgun formation. Graves to his left hip pocket, two to the left, one to the right. He's looking to throw, going to try to throw across the middle. Open receiver there at the 45-yard line. He's going to get it and get across midfield. And he's going to be taken down by D.J. Burks. That's going to be enough for a first down as they quickly get into Maryville territory. 11 minutes on the clock. First first down for Dobbins Bennett. And that was a great play call there by Dobbins Bennett's offense. Uh, they play action with the uh, running back out of the backfield. It brought the two linebackers up, and, I mean, it was just a good pitch and catch right over the top of the zone defense of the linebackers. And nice game there for him. 25-yard pickup for number for, – for Scherer. That's going to be the, the receiver there. But Carson's going to quickly get him back to the line of scrimmage. He's going to spread them wide. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Moves Graves back into his left hip pocket. He's going to take the shotgun snap, hands it to Graves. Graves goes right off right guard, and he's going to be stood up and dropped at about the 47-yard line. Pickup of a couple. Yeah, that was just great uh, team defense there. You know, he got through the hole originally, but Braden Hoy and Peyton Cooper right there to combine for a big hit on him and keep him to a minimal game. We're in the 30-yard window to where these jerseys are going to be good to see. <laughs> and it's right in front of us, guys. But uh, it's going to be second down, eight yards to go. Keeping the ball moving on the ground and completions. We're now under 10 minutes to go here in the first quarter. Carson's going to spread it wide again. Two to the left, one to the right. Graves to his right. He's in the shotgun. Takes the snap. Hand off to Graves. Graves is going to go left guard this time. Same result. He's going to get back to the line of scrimmage and get stood up. Yeah, he ran right into the open arms of uh, Jason Manneker there. Stopped him for no gain. Yeah, that's a that's a big and, – and I think Dobbins Bennett knows they have to test the middle or else it's going to be an all-out onslaught up the field. But uh, good job for that defensive front. Really uh, two yards in two plays. Third down, eight to go. Ball on the 47, going left or right. We're going to see what Carson does here with it. Third and long, you, you got to expect this is another throw down. I think that across the middle route. Uh, watch D.J. Burks, the ball hawk. And they like that big re, uh, tight end. They got number 35. They're going to stack the play. A little play action. He's going to roll the pocket to the right. Looks to throw it. D.J. right there at it. He, he undercut the route, but uh, it falls harmlessly to the turf. It's going to bring up fourth down. Yeah, and luckily for uh, Dobbins Bennett, that pass did, did come out low because uh, D.J. Burks made a great play on it. Any higher, that probably was going to be an interception. Well, and I, I kind of hesitated there because DJ hit it right at the point of contact. I was afraid there was going to be laundry. No call. Brings up fourth down. Punt formation on for Dobbins Bennett. Looks like 31 will be the punter. Uh, that is Grayton Manning. I don't think he's any kin to Peyton, uh, <laughs> but he is a Manning nonetheless. He's a six foot, 176 pound junior. And he stands at his own 40. Low snap, but he gets it clean. Kick is away. Nice spinning kick. It looks like Markell thought about it, and now he's going to get away, and it is going to skip scamper into the end zone untouched, and it will be a touchback. Maryville comes out to the 20. Yeah, that was just a great decision there by Markell. He saw he was around the five-yard when 
He was about to make he the original it, kick. Yeah, he wanted to go for it, but I think when he looked down, he saw he was at the five-yard line. That's why he ran away from it and let it go in the end zone. Carson, uh, again, that that's a good stop for the defense. Got, allowed him to get one first down, but then shut it down. Uh, Carson out in offensive form. It's going to be interesting. The, the Dobbins-Bennett quarterback is – Last name's Carson, and I usually call Carson Jones Carson, so we may have to go to Jones here tonight. And I think that was a great flip of uh, from last week. You know, we gave it the very big run right off the bat. You know, this time we get to give up the big you know, big catch, but then turn around three and out and make, force the punt. Well, I think you learn from what they're, they're giving you. You know, that, that middle route was open the first time, closed the door the second time. Carson Jones in shotgun. He's got two to the left, one to the right. Going to have Noah Vaughn in the backfield. Hand it to the deuce. He goes around right in. He's got a lot of room. He gets to the 35 and had one man to beat. And I'm, I don't know that he didn't get the face mask, Chris, but he's wrangled down near the 40-yard line. It's going to be a pickup of 20 on first Ooh. down. Yeah, I'm right there with you, Wayne. I, I thought he grabbed the face mask or at least a horse well, there's tackle no, collar. There's no way you completely contort yeah. your body when you, you go down. But anyway, first and 10 Red Rebels. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. They stand on their own 40-yard line moving. That's a quick play, quick 20 yards right there. Stack set here to the left of the formation. It looks like Markel, DJ, and it looks like Gage Ledoux uh, out here in the flat. We'll see if they, they make something of it. Looks like they're going to move people in formation. They're going to give it to Noah Vaughn. He's going to go right up the gut, and he's going to rip Dobbins Bennett's defense for about seven and a half. Yeah, and I don't know which – I can't see that number from here. That linebacker, uh, he came running in there thinking he's going to have a big hit and just a juke by Noah to get an extra two, three yards. Well, the, the cut jump step that Noah can do. Going to get a play action to Noah. Going to give it to Gage Ledoux in the flat. He's going to try to get upfield. He pushes it into Dobbins Bennett territory down to the 45. Enough for a first down. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. And just incredible blocking there by uh, D.J. Barks and Markell out here on the edge. Almost one more one more uh, defender, and I think Gage Ledoux could have broke that one out. They continue to run tempo back to the line of scrimmage. Going to have, looks like, D.J. and Markell up top. Going to have Carson Jones down to the bottom. C5 in at quarterback. Shotgun formation. He's going to take the snap. Handoff to Noah Vaughn, and he's going to go off right guard and never falls backwards, picks up a yard and a half when he was stopped at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, and that was a great coverage there by Dobbins Bennett, and they hit him at the line of scrimmage, like you said, but just the Noah way he just falls forward every time. Yeah, yeah, I think if you look at that play, probably in that little RPO, Carson probably would have liked to have had that one back. A lot of openings there in the flat, but uh, when, when, when Noah does what he does, uh, you, you, you like to give it to him. Second down, eight yards to go. Ball on the 43 of Dobbins minute, 725 to go here in the first. Markell goes left to right in the formation, fake the handoff, get it to Markell. He's going to get across the 40, cross the 35, mm. and they're going to give him the spot. Ooh. He is going to get a first down up near the 33, actually down to the 33, and it's going to be a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Uh, they're, they're getting the uh, receiver for Merrill on the far side for a hole, but, I, I mean, he literally picked the guy up and pancaked him. There's no way it was a hole to do fail backwards. Yeah, unfortunate. Ooh. Unfortunate laundry on the field is going to negate that big Markel Fortenberry run, and it is going to be – it's going to set up second down in a, in a fur piece. Back into Maryville territory is where the ball will sit. It'll be on the Maryville 49-yard line. Carson is going to get a second down crack at it one more time. It's going to be – looks like second down 16 from where I'm standing. He's looking to the sideline to change the play. 
He's gonna have he's gonna have one on one. DJ's gonna cut across the formation. They're gonna pitch play to Gage Ledoux. Gage Ledoux cuts it up in the middle, and he's gonna meet a whole host of Dobbins, Bennett Indians, and he's gonna get to the looks like to the 47. Dobbins been at 47 yard line, so it's gonna be a pickup of about four. It's gonna bring up third down and 12. Yeah. That was a great play call by Maribel. They had it out there, but I think the bobble there by Gage Ledoux when he's trying to bring it in slowed him down just enough to allow the Dobbin Bennett pursuers to get out there and make the tackle. So third down, 12 yards to go. You're on the 47-yard line, Chris. I think there's I think there's a couple options here, and you may have two cracks at it. Uh, this is just a position in the field where you feel comfortable going. Yeah, it depends if they can get about five or six yards, and we might see them go for it. Carson's going to call out the play. Noah's seeing something on the defense. He's going to take the shotgun snap. A little three-step drop, wants to throw it. A little dump play, delayed pass to uh, to Noah Vaughn. He's going to get across the 40, cross the 35, and fall ahead forward inside the 30 to the 27-yard line. That man, that man, Chris. <laughs> there was literally three defenders standing out here on that play. Anybody else is probably going to be a tackle for a minimum gain. Noah Vaughn just shook them all out and got the big – another big reception for Maribel. So, so I don't know if this makes any sense, Chris, but speed causes hesitation. When people know how fast Noah Vaughn is, those defenders stood flat-footed and didn't know what to do because he was going to juke them out of their shoes. He did so first down Red Rebels, and they're back at it. He'd take a play-action pass. They try to get it in the flat to Markell in and out of the hands of the senior receiver, and it's going to bring up second down. I think Markell looked to get upfield before he caught it. Yeah, and, you know, that was uh... – a play there. Oh, I see another yellow flag, it looks like, on the ground. An eligible receiver downfield. Hmm. So I guess that means one of your offensive linemen went more than the two yards that are allowed. Us Maribel fans know all about that from a state championship game a couple of years ago. So. Throwback yeah. penalty here. But they're they're gonna they're gonna just get back after it nonetheless. It's gonna bring up a uh it's gonna actually be first down. It's gonna be first down. 15 to go here. Six minutes to go here in the first quarter. Clock is stopped on the six-minute mark. They're going to kind of flip it. Two receivers to the left, two to the right. Puts Noah in his right hip pocket. He's going to move DJ into form in the motion. He's going to hand it to number one. Burks is on the loose, and he's going to get across the 25 down to the 23. That's a nice little sweet play there. So it's a pickup of four. Or, no, it's a pickup of a lot more than four. Yeah, and that's a great call because we, I mean. Pickup of about nine. They're, they're staying back in the zone. You can tell by the safeties, the two safeties staying about 12, 15 yards back. They're not going to let Markell or one of the receivers beat them over the top. So these here uh, plays right now are going to loosen that uh, zone coverage up. Second down manageable, second down seven yards to go, 528 to go here in the first quarter play. Scoreless still on the scoreboard here at Jim Renfro. Carson Jones in the shotgun formation. He's going to give the handoff to Noah Vaughn. Noah just goes straight ahead forward, comes out of a pile of Dobbins Bennett Indians, and I think he's got another first down. Yeah, that's just vintage Noah Vaughn right there. Put the head down, know where the sticks are, just forces ahead and gets the first down again. Well, and and, and uh, again, Noah Vaughn, there, there's no way to really, really give him uh, much more credit than we try, but uh, that's just a kid whose feet keep going. But they, he has ripped inside the common sense pest control red zone, and he's looking for pay dirt. Carson Jones looks to the sideline. Coach Hunt is uh, is calling the signals. Going to have Noah Vaughn in there at running back. Going to have two receivers to the left, two to the right. Looks like Julius Toto, Markel Fortenberry, Carson Jones, DJ Burks, the receivers. Carson Jones is going to flip him to the left hip pocket. Play action, delivering the flat to Carson Jones. Just get upfield. He gets across the 10, across the 5, goes to the pylon. Close. And they're going to call him out of bounds at the 2-yard line. Oh, Good play man. by Carson Jones, though. Get yeah. upfield. 
And what an incredible block there by uh, DJ Burks. I mean, he took the cornerback <laughs> on this side and pushed him back into the safety, which almost spun, sprung uh, Carson Jones for the <laughs> touchdown. Yeah, DJ Burks. You, you <laughs> That's know, a he's, big man. He is coming into his own as a downfield receiver, as a as a DB. He's just he was great last year. He's he's added to that that rep this year. At the goal line, Carson Jones going to bring it in a little stack set. Going to have Gage Ledoux and Noah Vaughn. He's going to go under center. He's going to give it to the Deuce. He's going to he's going to stack up at the line of scrimmage. He's going to get one of the two, but he's not going to get to the end zone. It's going to bring up second down goal to go, as Noah Vaughn picks up one on the play. I think Dobbins Bennett has been watching that because Noah Vaughn did that patented. I'm going to turn around and back into the end zone. And it looked like the uh, defender just dropped back and let him fall down on his own, you know. They're going to go into a huddle. You don't see that much from the Rebel offense, but they're going to talk about it for a second. 4.06 to go here in the first quarter, still scoreless. It is second down and goal to go. Ball on the one-yard line. I don't know that, yeah, you don't just see a, a push of the quarterback. Carson Jones is going to take it. No, he's going to give it to his running back. He's going to push Ooh. it. I think he keeps the ball in his in his, oh. in his gut. That's the only thing that kept that from being a touchdown. It's going to be at the six-inch line now. Looks like Maribel is wanting to go hurry up, and Dobbins Bennett has a player down. So, You think they watch the old man? <laughs> nah, this, I saw that guy. He got rolled up on a little bit, so hopefully you know, it's just nothing but maybe just a twisted ankle or something soft. And, and again, he's trying to get up on his own. So, uh, again, no one ever wish any kind of injury on, a, on an opposing player, but uh, – uh, just uh, interesting the the dynamic of the the tempo that Maryville's trying to run. But as both teams get to the sideline, you know, let's take one with them. Ali Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage Timeout. You're listening to Rebel Radio 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPRadio.com. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. And welcome back to Maryville High School. Dobbins Bennett's injured player is up and off, walking off the field on his own power. So, again, wish him the best. But Maryville... At the goal line is 341's all that's left in the first quarter of play. Uh, they're probably at the six-inch line, but uh, they're looking to go in to, to go up here in this round one game here at Skeeter Shield Stadium. Uh, what do you what do you see here? Carson Jones going to go back under center. He's got this big big setback here. Gage Ledoux and Noah on the backfield. He's going to give it to Noah just one more time. He's going to get wide. He's going to go to the one inch line to the end zone. Touchdown Rebels! Yeah, they they notice they're stacking the middle. So that I mean that little pitch out to the outside got him wide open for an easy walk in touchdown. Well, I love that stack set at the goal line because you got Gage Ledoux, who is yeah. very capable of scoring touchdowns. So they've got to kind of defend both runners. Noah Vaughn gets it three straight times. The third time is the charm into the end zone, and the Bliss Air scoreboard just changed. It reached Maryville six, and Dobbins been at zero. Corbin Price on to tack on the extra point. He's been Mr. Consistent. Charles Trenum to be the holder. Ball will sit at the 10-yard line. The hold is down. The kick is up. And, yes, the kick is good, Mr. Hips. The Bliss Air scoreboard now reads your Rebel 7, the visiting Dobbins Bennett Indian 0. You're listening to Rebel Radio. We'll be right back. 
Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call 865-268-5872 or check them out online smaxes.com. That's S-M-A-X-E-S dot com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. And welcome back to Skeeter Shield Stadium on the campus of Maryville High School where your Rebels have just broken the seal. Seven to nothing, the new score. After a 13-play, 80-yard drive, Mr. Hips, that took 5-21 off the clock. That's a statement right there to open this game. Just a consistent ground-and-pound kind of football team. And uh, just told Dobbins Bennett, you're going to be here all night. As uh, Charles Trenum is going to kick that one into the end zone, it lands on the R of Maryville. And uh, that's where Dobbins Bennett will just give it to the ref and walk to the sideline. They'll start at the 20-yard line. And I think as going back to what you said about the offense, I mean, that's the best way to respond. You know, you gave up the early play on defense, and you turn around, stop them. Then you just see your offense just go down and ground and pound, like you said. Easy touchdown for Maribel. Now you're going back to the defense. Now the momentum's on Maribel's side. I don't know that they threw it downfield. They, they threw the one to Markell incomplete, but everything else was a screen pass in the backfield or a run play, uh, just really uh, using their space, using their vision to their advantage. Carson, the quarterback for Dobbins Bennett, takes the snap, gets it to the oh, quarterback. Fumble, fumble, fumble on the play. Do the Rebels it. get it? We're going to see. We're going to see. Looks like the Rebels want it. Oh, no, the they're offense say, finally got it. They're going to say DB stays with it. Looks like that's number 64 that saved the day for Dobbins Bennett. That's going to be Tommy Sexton. Tommy Sexton. But what a big hit there by, uh, I think that was, I want to say that was the guy you talked about, Zach Braden, hit him right in the middle of the hole and knocked the ball loose. Uh, it doesn't take much. Braden puts a lick on about anybody he can get his hands on. 2.57 is what sits on the clock here in the first quarter. Carson, the quarterback for Dobbins Bennett, is going to move his receiver across the formation. A little play action. Wants to throw. He's going to throw it to the receiver, number two. Ooh. And Cannon Johnson says, meet the turf. Yeah, that was a big hit again there by Cannon Johnson. He's not playing around with anybody catching a ball on this side. Jonathan Gillespie was the, the intended and the receiver that made the catch. 5'10", 143. And it is going to be third down, one yard to go. And, and Cannon Johnson's the reason for that. You get yards after catch, that's a first down. And uh, Cannon says, no, not so fast. And it looks like Dobbins Bennett's bringing in their big guys. Uh, I saw number eight run in. Yeah, their big back number eight's in. Yeah, number eight is uh, Levi Evans. He's actually listed as a linebacker tight end. So we'll see if they actually use him. He's going to give it to number eight. He's going to try to go around the left side. He's going to be st stood up, but he's going to keep his feet going. He's going to get the first down. He's going to get to about the 32-yard line. It's going to be a first down Dobbins minute. Yeah, that was that was a good uh, attempt there by Maribel. They met him right at the line of scrimmage, but just, uh, you know, you got to give credit to the running back. He just kept his legs going well, with and, a little bit of help in the offensive line, yeah, and just kept pushing forward. Yeah, I thought, he, you know, he, he was at a linebacker to be able to run the football with some some patience. Uh, give some credit to number eight for Dobbins Bennett. Just stayed behind the blockers and got upfield. Uh, they'll bring it out with a fresh set of downs, first and ten. It looks like he's going to stay in there. 
They're going to move uh, a little formation. One receiver to the left, one to the right. Going to have a little stack set to the right side of the formation. A little play-action pass. He's going to get three-step drop, try to deliver. He's going to get it to number two. And uh, he about had his knee down when he caught it, but they're going to give him forward progress to the 42. And they're going to say, they're going to call first down or second short. I think they gave him the original way. You, I think where his knee was down because I saw the, you know, the uh, line just running saying down. So Second and short. It's going to be second and about... A foot and a half. No. no. They just said, go ahead and give it to him. They just, <laughs> if I didn't look and he just uh, got on the far side and said, all right, first down. Okay. Well, maybe they have watched the old Miss film. First down, 10 <laughs> yards to go. I'm not, I'm not bitter. I'm not bitter uh, at all, Chris. First down, 10 yards to go. Ball on the Dobbins Bennett 42 yard line. Just over a minute to go here in the first quarter. Your Rebels lead seven to nothing. Carson, the quarterback for Dobbins Bennett, is going to change the play at the line of scrimmage. He's going to have Graves just straight behind him. He's going to take the snap, give it to the running back. He's going to get upfield, get across the line of scrimmage, and then he's just going to push the pile, continue to drive. He's across midfield, and that is a aggressive push by Dobbins Bennett. That's number eight. That's going to be Levi Evans, the tight end linebacker, 5'10", 2'10". He's a senior, and he uh, he just made the most of four years. Yeah, and that was just, once again, you know, willpower by him just to keep his legs moving. Like you said, I think the numbers of the the offensive linemen, and I mean, we got to give credit to Dobbins Bennett offensive line. They're a bunch of big guys, and they're keeping these drives going with them, helping pushing him forward. As we are under 30 seconds to go here in the first quarter, Dobbins Bennett is now into Maryville territory. Ball sits at the 46-yard line, going left or right here on Jim Renfro. As Carson... Dobbins Bennett's quarterback. He's got a fresh set of downs, two receivers to the left, one to the right. New running back. Looks like he's going to actually step back into his own territory after a false start. Well, uh, looks like it's going to back him up here. So they're going to back up to the 49-yard line. They'll go back and uh, play hopscotch with the uh, power M there. And it looks like uh, number eight went out. He was kind of a little limping a little bit. So number 18 checked in, that is. Caleb Baker. Caleb Baker has been their backup most of the season. He's a 5'11", 158-pound junior. They're going to keep the two receivers to the left, two to the right. Going to stretch them out here on the far, on the wide side. Going to have Baker in the backfield with Carson. They're going to let this first quarter come to an end. Take a breather as we head to the second quarter. Your Rebels lead 7 to nothing over the Dobbins Bennett Indians. You're listening to Rebel Radio right here at 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. We'll be right back. I am Representative Bob Ramsey, a half-century Blunt County football fan. I understand that most of us can't be on the field tonight, but we are a team. I encourage every one of you to take pride in our community and be your best at whatever you do, sports, education, business, or church. I am honored to represent our team in Nashville as your voice in the General Assembly of Tennessee. Best wishes as we work toward a championship year. Thanks for teachers, veterans, and first responder service. Stay in touch. Paid for by Representative Bob Ramsey. Welcome back to Rebel Radio WGAP right here at Maryville High School where your Rebels lead 7 to nothing. Want to give a shout out to El Himidor Mexican Grill. That was a El Himidor touchdown when Noah Vaughn got into the end zone. But out of the the, the quarter break, uh, the, the Dobbins Bennett Indians will now sit going right to left here on Jim Renfro. They'll head toward the field house. 
And uh, Carson coming out with a fresh set of downs, first and 15. It's going to be 24. Are you saying in the backfield there? Yeah. Andrew Myers, the 5'11", 166-pound junior. He's going to get it and go around the right end. He's quick, and he's going to get up near the original line of scrimmage. Maybe a pickup of six. It's going to be second down nine. Yeah, that was a good uh, sweep there by him. But, yeah, he got he took a big hit at the end there by D.J. Burks. <laughs> I think when you play this Rebel defense, the faster you go, the harder that hit's going to be at the end. It just Nobody's going to, going to ease up for you. Looks like Maryville's at the line, just ready to get after it on defense. Carson's going to break the huddle. He's going to kick it out two receivers to the left, two to the right, and going to flip number 24, Myers, out in the flat. He's going to, he's going to ride in the backfield by himself, shotgun formation. He's going to take the snap. He's going to take a little three-step drop, wants to throw it across the middle. He is going to get it to the receiver. Nice play there as he is going to get it to 35. That is going to be Ben Phillips, and uh, he, he just cut in, in behind the defense. Nothing really you can do there. No yards after catch, but a big pickup for Dobbins Minute. That's a first down as they get down to the Rebel 23-yard line. I was trying to watch the replay right here beside of us because the way he acted, you didn't think he called it originally, but he got the call, and that's all that matters. First down, 10 yards to go for Dobbins Minute ball on the Rebel 23-yard line. Again, as we head toward the field house going right to left here on Jim Renfro. They're going to break the huddle. Uh, as we talked in the break, Dobbins Bennett's trying to trying to limit possessions for the Rebel offense, just taking their time at every possession. Going to have 10 in the backfield. That's Graves play action. No, they're going to give it to Graves. Graves gets around the right end. He's going to cut up field. Nice play there. I think he's going to have some help getting that far, and that's, uh, that's probably going to negate a little bit of that, but he gets up inside the 15-yard line, but I think some of that's coming yeah. back. And that back judge, I think he just chunked that about 25 yards to get it back up there, but, yeah, it easily, like, I think it was the tight end on the far side, maybe grabbed the Maribel player and tackled him. You know, trying to make sure he got out there in the open. And that's probably why he got such a big run. Yeah, Dobbins Bennett knew it before we did as they start walking the other direction. But 10 27 to go here in the second quarter. Maribel still leads 7 0. And Dobbins Bennett, they, they do see do. They go forward, they go back. A couple penalties has really kind of stalled this, this most recent Dobbins Bennett drive quite a bit. Yeah, but I mean, looking at it from a Dobbins Bennett uh, perspective, you know, they're moving the ball good, they're uh, answering the toll. Like I said, the momentum that Maribel had a while ago is kind of turning toward Dobbins Bennett at the moment. Well, it's at least neutralized. I can give you that. Carson's going to stay in shotgun formation. He's going to take the snap, try to deliver in the flat. He's going to get it to the receiver. I think that's 35. He's going to bounce off the defender, get inside the 15, down near the 10, and he's going to get blasted by Peyton Cooper. Yeah, I mean, Cannon Johnson was there originally to try to make the tackle, and I think, you know, he – he tried to hit him low, and the guy just bounced it off. But Payne Cooper kind of ushered him out of bounds like, uh, you're not going to bounce off of me that easy. Ben Phillips is 5'9", 225. That's low and wide. So he uh, he had a lot to bring down. And, and, yeah, tried to go low, just didn't wrap up. But it's going gonna, it's gonna to get a fresh set of downs inside the 10-yard line. They're going to give him the 9. It's going to be first and goal, Dobbins Bennett. It's a huge, huge series right here. Looks like defense is going to shift, trying to bring some pressure. Looks like Carson's going to take the snap. He's going to look to get it in the flat, get it to number two. little stutter step. He's going to meet the guy at the goal line, and he's going to get into the end zone. Touchdown, Dobbins Bennett. Number two for Dobbins Bennett, Jonathan Gillespie into the end zone, and the Bliss Air scoreboard just changed. Yeah, that was that was a great answer there, though, by Dobbins Bennett there. Uh, just a quick out route, you know, hit him right in stride, and, 
A great block by the receiver on the side just sprung him for that easy touchdown. Under 10 to play here, and, and Dobbins Bennett has answered. It's 7-6 to six in favor of Maryville, but they look to tack on the extra point. Looks like 42 is going to tack on that extra point. That is Titan Thomas, kicker 5'11", 214-pound junior. He's going to kick it high, kick it long, and kick it good. It's going to even the score seven apiece as we're under 10 to play here in the second quarter. You're Rebel 7, Dobbins Bennett 7. You're listening to Rebel Radio. We'll be right back. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at reocheesewagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. I told you long ago on the road, I got what they waiting for. And Dobbins Bennett took it the long way, 80 yards for their own touchdown, seven apiece on the scoreboard. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Chris Hips. And Chris, first round matchup that threw about, what were we saying, about 14 minutes, 15 minutes, it's lived up to the billing. Yeah, and like I said, you got to give Dobbins Bennett credit. I mean, they made the plays when they had to on that drive and got the touchdown out of it. For Maryville, they're going to have to switch it up. They're going to have to j- jump up on that uh, and get out of that zone. They're going to have to press a little bit harder. I think you're right. Ten plays, 80-yard drive, 536 off the clock. Dobbins Bennett kicks it away. It is a spinning kick, and it's going to go into the end zone as well. Touchback, and Gage Ledoux can only watch as it'll come out to the 20-yard line, first and 10 Rebels. And now it's time for Maryville's offense to come back out there. you got to respond. you got to take the uh, momentum right back after uh, you just saw Dobbins Bennett go downfield. So, so here, here's the deal. You look at the roster, a full roster for Maryville. There's there's a few open spots for, for Dobbins Bennett. Uh, do you fight fire with fire and try to go 80 yards, five-minute drives, or do you do you try to up the tempo here and really just make this defense have to be perfect? Well, I think Maryville's playing it smart right now. They're, uh, you can see right now there's at least six people at the line of scrimmage for Dobbins Bennett. Just keep getting uh, minimum yards, and that's going to open it up sooner or later for a big play. Jumbo Pack's going to move Julius Toto into the flat. It's going to get Noah Vaughn loose, and Noah's got one man to beat. And (laughs) held on for dear life, but got the deuce out of bounds near the 35-yard line. But a huge pickup of 15 there on first down, and dang, Noah Vaughn's quick. Yeah, that was Nigel Vidal, number 20 out there. Like you said, uh, last man made the tackle, had to make the tackle. Good play by him. I hope he trimmed his fingernails because Noah about ripped them out. I'll say, Noah, when he gets out there, though, and that kind of speed, he's hard to bring down. Hey, good, good. I never thought an arm tackle would bring him down, but uh, he had 10 fingers on the jersey. I'll give him that. But they're going to get first down 10 yards to go. That's the Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. They're going to move Gage Ledoux left to right. He's going to stack up right over left or right guard. Then they're going to hand it to Noah just one more time. He's going to get across that right guard, get ahead forward up to the 38-yard line. That's going to be a pickup of three there on first down. Bring up second and seven. Yeah, and that was a good defensive play there by number 71 for Dobbins Bennett. That's uh, Trace Benedict, one of the captains they had out there. You know, it looked like uh, the hole was there for Noah. I think he just uh, broke down on, uh, got off his block and made the hit, stopped Noah to that minimal gain. Two receivers to the left, two to the right. Noah on to the left hip pocket of Carson Jones. Mr. Football semifinalist, Julius Toto going into motion. Carson wants to throw it. Goes across the middle to DJ Burks. Rips his helmet off. I think that's a face mask, and DJ's going to get across midfield. 
DJ quickly gets up. I'm glad to see that, but uh, I think that's going to be a face mask on Dobbins Bennett. We're going to add some to this. Yeah, I mean, that was a that was a close throw, uh, that was a perfect throw though by Carson, right over the linebacker, right to DJ. And like you said, I think the face mask was the only thing that stopped the uh, touchdown that might have would have came from that. Well, I think you saw the big body of, of DJ Burks, and he just put he put his hand somewhere to get a hold of, him and just happened to be in his face mask. So he's going to check out because his helmet came off. But they're going to move the ball on down because of the penalty. Ball will come to rest on the 32-yard line of Dobbins Bennett as Maryville's picking up steam here, Mr. Chris. Yeah, and like I said, it's just slowing you to sleep, and then here comes that big play sooner or later for uh, Markel, probably for a deep shot. Carson's going to stay in shotgun. Only two receivers to the left. They're going to kick. Looks like they're going to kick out wide. They're going to let. They're going to let Noah run behind some blockers. They're going to break down the blocks, and they're going to give him a minimal gain oh here. Lord. Looks like it's going to be down to about the 29-yard line. Pickup of three. You can hear the fans on that one. Uh, that was number 59. Blake Dockery came in and, like, I don't want to say speared him, but speared him after he was <laughs> on the ground. I want to say speared him, but he speared him. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's Dalvin Bennett's logo, right? <laughs> but, they, they are, yeah. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. I, I don't know how that one's not called. Eight minutes, 12 seconds to go. It's second down, seven yards to go. Ball sits at the Dobbins Bennett 29-yard line. Going left to right. Going towards Cedar Street. Carson Jones is going to check the play at the line of scrimmage. He's going to be in shotgun. Takes the snap. Fakes the handoff to Noah Vaughn. Flips it to Markel Fortenberry. He cuts it across the middle. Gets down inside the 20-yard line. That's going to be enough for Dwight Price of Realty Executives. First down. That's a good play there. Markel, his length, his vision. He just knows when to get to the sticks. And he gets there. First down, Rebels. Yeah, and just another great play using the play action of Noah running on this side. And then the uh, back end, you know, wide receiver screen to Markel almost broke. I think a shoestring tackle is the only thing preventing him from maybe a bigger play. I think you're seeing tempo kind of take in, take into effect here as looks like Jackson Phillips, Julius Toto, and Carson Jones is going to be to the right of the formation. And uh, looks like Markel looking, begging for some one-on-one. They're going to move Jackson Phillips right to left, stack him up behind left tackle and they're going to give it to Noah Vaughn. Noah Vaughn straight ahead forward. Big hole. First contact came at about the 14 and in traditional Noah fashion he uh, rumbles to the 11. Yeah I, unfortunately just I think right when he went to cut back after about eight yards in I think he might have tripped over his own feet or he could have almost walked into the end zone from there. Looks like he's going to check out, probably check those shoestrings <laughs> and uh, he's going he's gonna to be relieved by Gage Ledoux. It's like Julius Toto. I wouldn't be surprised if you saw 2-4 see the end zone here. Two receivers to the left, two to the right. Gage Ledoux in the backfield. Second down, two yards to go. Two yards to a first down, 12 yards to a touchdown. I like Carson Jones, too, when he has to keep it when he needs to. 6.40 to go. Snap is made. Flip out to Julius Toto. 10 and oh. shoestring tackle. We're going to have to lace him up. He gets down to the seven-yard line. Pick up of three there, but enough for a first down. It's going to bring up first and goal as we have ripped into the common sense pest control red zone looking for an El Himidor touchdown. I think you said it right, Wayne. Uh, Caleb Baker there, number 18, was just holding on for dear life of that shoe, and luckily it tripped. Toto up just enough before you break into the end zone. You can see the defensive front for Dobbins Bennett. Winded is an understatement. Carson's going to stay in the shotgun. He's going to flip Julius to the left side of the formation. Carson takes the shotgun snap. And looks like they're going to kill this one before it starts. Is it a timeout or is it a, uh, is it a false start? I think it's a false start on the outside or maybe all sides wave. Pointing at Dobbins Bennett. 
6.08 to go. Clock's going to come to a stop. They're going to call false start against the Rebels, so it's going to back this one up a little bit. Give us a little bit more room. It's going to be first and goal from the 12-yard line. Yeah, I think they're saying maybe the Dobbins-Bennett player originally moved offsides and that got back on side and then, yeah, the reaction. But this is usually Mark Hill's time right here. First down, you know, about 12 yards to go. He's on the wrong side, I'll be honest. If he was to the wide side, I'd call it. Yeah, but they, look at that zone. They got seven guys playing back right now. They're not going to give up any pass, it looks like. I think this may be Noah time or some play action. But looks like Carson's keeps looking to the sideline. They're going to get a little closer, talk a little more. As the Rebels take a timeout, we're going to take one with them, a, a Lee Franks, a volunteer on mortgage timeout. You're listening to Maryville Rebel Football right here on Rebel Radio WGAP. We'll be right back. Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maribel be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maribel. What you know about rolling down in the deep when your brain goes numb, you can call that mental freeze. And welcome back to Rebel Radio. We're here at Maryville High School, Skeeter Shield Stadium on the campus of that MHS. Let's give some scores of interest. Looks like Bradley Central, whoa. 14, Bradley Central 14, Jefferson County 7. Uh, looks like, uh, where was that other one? There we go. West, West Ridge. Ridge 14 to 0 over Cleveland. But out of a timeout, Carson Jones will bring his troops back out. He'll be in shotgun. He'll have two receivers to the left, Mark Hill Fortenberry to the right, and Mr. Noah Vaughn to his left hip pocket. First down 12 yards to go after the the after the the after the penalty. But as as I was just in awe watching Mr. Noah Vaughn, everybody's standing still. Looks like is there is there a flag on the play? Oh. holding against the Rebels. It, it just was a mad dash to the end zone for Noah Vaughn. I was in awe, but it looks like there was a reason he was that wide open. Holding call against the Rebels. It'll bring this one back just, just again. It's going to be first and goal from the 17-yard line. That's a tough one right there because, I mean, as quick as he got to the outside, I don't see how the hold happened. But I don't know how it helped. I mean, <laughs> I'll give you that. But I mean, just that play right, right there shows. They're going to call it five yards from the spot of the foul. It's going to go all the way back to the 20. Ten, Ten yards. Yard, yeah. Well, from the actually, it was just foul, an yeah. eight yards. Yeah, it's probably about two yards deep then. Okay. That happened. Well, there's that arithmetic. Uh, first and goal from the 20-yard line, nonetheless. At least we get all the chances at it. Uh, Carson Jones, shotgun formation. Going to fake the ha- fake the handoff to Noah Vaughn. Going to get it to Markel Fortenberry down near the 9-yard line. They're going to get him out at the 9. But that's a nice play to the Liberty commit. Uh, good hands, good catch. And it's second down and goal to go from the 9. A little bit more manageable there, Mr. Hips. Yeah, and that, I, like I said, you can just sit here and watch the safety, the free safety on the side is just edging over where Markel is. So a quick turnaround catch there, get his uh, confidence up. We're going we're gonna to bust this open sooner or later. I'm going to tell you that safety's going to jump on that, and it's going to be wide open. 
They're going to get Markell and Julius to the left side of this formation, keep the right side clean, and they're going to flip Noah to Carson's right hip pocket. He stays in the shotgun, takes the snap, hands it to Noah Vaughn. He's going to have to cut back inside. Spin move, three-yard line down to the one, and it's going to bring up third and goal from the one-yard line. Noah Vaughn is nasty. I'm telling you, Samsung, somebody needs to just sponsor that because that's a nasty move every time he does that spin cycle. And, I mean, he lunged for that end zone. Oh, half the yard maybe at the most. I mean, I mean, when you when you have Chris Hip speechless, you have done something, That's, Mr. Vaughn. I mean, it's just week in, week out, it just gets better and better. I mean, he looked dead about the line of scrimmage and just spun out of and got nine yards. Under five minutes to go here in the second quarter, Chris. Third down, goal to go from the one-yard line. They're going to fake it to Noah, going to flip it in the flat to Jackson Phillips, and that is a touchdown, Rebels. Perfect, perfect play call. That's a beautiful play. Everybody sold out to stop Noah Vaughn. Jackson Phillips, just a secure set of hands in the flat. Good throw, good catch, touchdown Rebels. The Bliss Air scoreboard has just changed. Your Rebels now lead 13-7. to I'm worried about all those cars over there in Mr. Uh, Weaver's front yard. That's why he has a really big tree <laughs> and a net. But uh, Charles Trenum will hold. Corbin Price will attempt. The snap is made. The hold is down. And the kick is up, and it is doing. There is somebody. Oh, and it bounces off the Yoda. It's off the top of a car, and at least it's white, Chris. Didn't get yeah. a Titleist sticker and just call it damage. Golf ball. Hell damage. But uh, the Bliss Air scoreboard now reads your Rebels 14, the visiting Dobbins Bennett Indian 7. You're listening to Rebel Radio. We'll be right back. Tired of your current job? Looking for a career change? Want to stay home in Blunt County? then check out the many job openings and company career pages at BluntAreaJobs.com. Here you'll find complete job descriptions and an easy application process. Don't waste any more time. Get to searching for your next career. You can find Blunt Area Jobs on Facebook and Instagram. As I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Chris Hips, we're kicking off the weekend with some Red Rebel football here at Maryville High School. Rebels lead 14-7 over the visiting Dobbins Bennett Indians. And uh, that was yet another El Himidor Mexican Grill touchdown, Chris, as uh, Jackson Phillips, the sure-handed senior, gets into the end zone. Yeah, and I think he caught it perfectly. Everybody watched no on that end route and then just left Jackson Phillips wide open for that touchdown catch. That's uh both touchdown drives have been ten plus plays. This one eleven yard or eleven plays, eighty yards, five oh four off the clock. That's Charles Trenum in traditional Trenum fashion, touchback, it will come out to the twenty yard line. And there you go, Chris. <laughs> I'm like, deliver it. But uh, it, it looks like they're going to set this one up. Dobbins Bennett yet to break the huddle. Uh, Chris, what do you what do you do if you're Dobbins Bennett? I mean, this is this has been to this point a heavyweight six A battle. It's been it's been ball control. It's been five minute drives. And yes, they've answered the toll to this point. But is this the kind of game that Dobbins Bennett wants? I don't think you want to try to match. But I mean, drawing the ball out, this is perfectly won't. Oh, big hit. Yeah. Oh, Carson. Carson tries to get it in the flat. I'm trying to see the intended receiver. I think that was number two. Number two, yeah. Number two for Dobbins Bennett. I think that's Gillespie. And, and DJ uh, Burks with another big hit. And like I said, this, I want to point it out. We, we were talking about what could the defense do different from last drive. And 
I love the fact that you have your safety standing up on the line of scrimmage and it's saying, look, we're going to dare you to beat us deep because we mentioned it. Every pass has been within almost 10 yards of the line of scrimmage. I think you see an Eli Hames starting, you know, a sighting as well. You know, he's he's another guy that, that's available to play a little one-on-one so you can allow your corners to kind of bite a little bit. But uh, Carson's going to – he has dug himself a hole on first down. It's second down, 13 to go. They're going to look to pitch play this one. And Manica. it is Ooh. it is snuffed out by Jason Manneker. They're going the wrong way, Mr. Hips. And I told you pregame, Jason said he, he's going to bite down and try to block anything on the outside. And, I mean, just another incredible, you know, one-on-one effort by a Maribel defender there. He is, he is brought to rest inside the 10, but they're going to stop his progress at the 12-yard line. It's going to bring up third and uh, – I don't know, third and uh, third and, and Maryville College. He's going to break the huddle. Looks like uh, they're continuing to run slow tempo, uh, just trying to ball control this one. We're at 324 to go in the half, and it is third and 18. Huge third down for Dobbins Bennett as you could give this football back to a confident Rebel team. They're going to take a three-step drop, look to throw it in the flat. It was going to be well short of the first down, but it goes in and out of the hands of Gillespie, and it's going to be incomplete, brings up fourth down. I think I mentioned a while ago, you'll start hearing footsteps when you take a big shot, and I think he was worried about the big shot. And Yeah, this uh, Rebel faithful, you hear him in the background. They know the momentum just definitely turned back. (laughs) <laughs> that just happened. As uh, it goes to fourth down, they come out in pump formation. I'm trying to see who the – again, their number's tough to see. But Dobbins Bennett punter, I think that's uh, 31. 31. Grayton Manning, as he's going to stand on his own goal line to kick this one away. The kick is clean and away. It's a spinning kick. And Markell is going to take it and try to get upfield. He gets a couple yards on the return. But it'll be out of bounds at the 46-yard line where it'll be first and 10 Rebels. That's the Dobbins minute 46. So great field position for the Rebel offense. And, uh, Chris, I think they smell blood in the water. Yeah, and we, we were talking about the fact that they'll get the ball to start the second half. This drive right here is very, uh, to me, very critical. You get the touchdown, flip the field, and then get the next kickoff. I mean, this could be game right here. Yeah, I think you you gotta you gotta seize the momentum right here. Two receivers on the left, two to the right. Noah Vaughn to his left pocket as uh, they're gonna stand in their own territory, looking left to right. Fake the pitch play to Noah Vaughn, and then pitch it to him out in the flat. He's got a little clearance. He's gonna spin out of it, gets upfield. Good pursuit by Dobbins Bennett. He's only gonna pick up a couple, but uh, Noah Vaughn uh, made them earn every bit of that tackle. Yeah, there was a, literally four people there that had to help bring him down. I mean, he made that one guy miss on the spin, and unfortunately, like I said, I think he kind of slowed him down enough where the pursuit could get over there and help him tackle. He must have got that knee down after one yard. I thought he picked up two. They'll give him one. Second down, nine yards to go, 234 to go here in the first half. Carson's going to stand in the backfield by himself. They're going to kick two receivers to the left, two to the right. Noah's going to come into motion left to right. They're going to get him in motion, and it is going to be incomplete. I think Noah looked up field just to see where he was going to run, and it, uh, it went in and out of the hands of the junior. Yeah, and I mean, that was a little bit I think the ball was thrown just a slightly in front of him, but. That's Carson's first incompletion oh. stat provided by Mr. Ken Main. Uh, just not not really a ton of uh, aggressive throwing here tonight, but. Uh, he did only have two last week, but one was a spike. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Got to count that. But uh, Carson's going to have Noah back in the backfield with him. 
Looks like, yeah, you may have a little seam pass across the middle. They're going to stack up Markel Fortenberry and DJ. They're going to cut Markel across the formation. He's going to throw it up to him oh. in and out of the hands. Give uh, Dobbins minute credit. I think he got in the line of sight, knocked that one down, but it is going to bring up fourth down, nine yards to go. Yeah, that was number five there, George Evans undercut it. But uh, and made a great play, you know. Markel still had a chance to catch it, but I think it went right off his hand. And a good an- uh, answer there by Dobbins Bennett, because you're going to force a Maryville punt. It looks like. Well, I, I was interested in what was going to happen there. Ball on the 45. That's on the cusp of no man's land. But I think uh, Coach Hunt thinks better of it. He's going to kick this one away. Markel Fortenberry in punt formation. They're going to have two guys deep. Markel stands at his own 43-yard line. He's going to get the ball. No, he's going to fake it. The fake is on. Markell is going to run. Markell, can he get out of it? He gets across the 40, across the 35, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Jumps him. Touchdown, Rebels. Oh, hold on. There's a yellow flag back here. Oh, my Lord. That came after Markell was already halfway down the field. That's. I don't care. If you see it on TV, hear it on the radio. It's a beautiful play. Markell, man, what a what a play. Oh, my Lord. There is no way. Let's see that in an instant. They're it back. Oh, my Lord. That's just, I don't want to say that's a pitiful call, but that was a. Well, there's a lot of other words we could use. (laughs) But, uh, yeah. You can hear it. I mean, everybody saw that. They called ineligible person downfield. Is that what they called? Or a hold? I think they're talking about it. Coach Hunt needs a little little bit of uh, explanation. He's a. He's giving the, the ref a what for, but uh, I think nonetheless. Uh, That's a tough one, man, especially uh, what a great time to do a play fake. And just it just shows it. the explosive of Markell. What about getting out of that shoelace tackle? That would have yeah. been short of the first down. Markell steps out of that one, then jumps over a guy to get in the end zone. Either I, way, love the play. I'd say go for it again if he wasn't <laughs> tired from just running you know, 45 yards. Well, he's going to back it up one more time. He'll stand on his own 26 this time, looking to kick it away. He'll get the football and uh, a little less, a uh, little less fireworks as he'll kick that one away. Fair catch. It's going to be muffed a little bit, but he's going to corral it in. He'll, uh, he'll take over. I guess they'll push that out to the 20 yard line. Oh, I'm, man. I'm looking for. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't. He, do you think that could still be like an ESPN play, even uh, though it was called back? I don't know. I don't, I don't think, like it. Yeah, I mean it was individually effort there by him to get out of the like you said two tackles near the line of scrimmage and then the effort just to dive and stretch out for that touchdown and then then have it called back on something behind the play just that's a tough one but you know that's football I, i think it needs to spark some interest here as Carson is going to stay in the backfield by himself. That's Dobbins Bennett's quarterback. A little two-step drop. Delivers in the flat to Gillespie. That's going to hit the turf. That's incomplete. Good call. Good call. After yeah. a bad one, got to make a good one, Chris. Yeah, that was a great uh, coverage there by the corner out here. But also, I really like the effort there by Keyshawn jumping up. I think that messed up the time and forced the throw to come up short. It's going to bring up second down, 10 yards to go. Minute and 51 seconds on the clock. If they want to throw it, uh, there's – there's uh, there's two timeouts left for the Red Rebels. Yeah, I was going to say, Maribel was okay with you throwing and getting the incompletion because that stops the clock. I think we got to see what happens on this play, but it, I think you could see Maribel taking it. They're going to put the shift on, look to bring a little pressure. Carson's going to move his formation, bring the number 22 across it. He's going to fake the handoff. No, he's going to give the handoff to the running back, and he is going to get maybe a yard on the play. Yeah, that was a great 
defensive play there by uh, Braden Hoy. Uh, hit him right at the line of scrimmage, brought him straight down. I think Maribel's going to take that quick timeout. Yeah, it looks like that's going to be a handoff to uh, – looks like Andrew Myers. That's the 5'11 junior. And it looks like Maribel's going to take a timeout. Let's take a Lee Franks, a volunteer home mortgage timeout with him. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming WGAPradio.com. CBD is sold everywhere these days. But only CBD American Shaman guarantees their products. 100% certified organic full spectrum. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable CBD with patented nanotechnology. Exclusively at CBD American Shaman with a money-back satisfaction guarantee. Stop by today and try a free sample of the most bioavailable CBD. Guaranteed. Only at CBD American Shaman. CBD American Shaman, the most bioavailable, guaranteed. Welcome back to Jim Room Pro Field, where uh, we're still stunned. Markel Fortenberry faked the punt, scored a touchdown that never will, will be counted. That's uh, that's unfortunate, but. I want to thank the the sponsors that make this stuff happen. Uh, Smoky Mountain Axe House will claim the uh, the Axe House Player of the Game, and Bliss Air will give you scoreboard updates as Dobbins made it back out on offense. Carson, the quarterback, he's going to take a three, five-step drop, looks to throw it, roll in the pocket. He's just going to have to heave it, and it's going to go into the Dobbins minute sideline. Nobody hurt, and that's going to be that's going to stop the clock again. Third down. I think that turns fourth now. Uh, looking at Maneker, he's trying to tell the, co- or the ref back down the backside, like, you see my shoulder pad hanging out, I'll get held. And he still let a good hit, and he's the one that forced the quarterback just to have to throw it away. Fourth down, uh, nine yards to go. And one. it's, uh, I think Maryville's got a timeout and a minute and 36 seconds. Yeah. Uh, and the Mark. way the putts have been coming up short, we should be hopefully on this side. Of the I would say they're telling Markel, catch it at all costs. Keep it on this side of the field. High snap, but it's going to be taken, and he's going to kick it away. Nice punt. Markel's going to have to trail back for it. It's going to bounce and take a Dobbins-Bennett roll and go down to the 24, 23. They're going to give it 23-yard line. It's going to come to rest. I just It came right at Markel. He had to get out of the way. Yeah, and the coaches' staff, like I said, they're letting him know that, hey, you got to catch that. You cannot give up that kind of a roll, especially in a game like this where you're trying to hurry and get downfield. But – you know, with Maryville's quick offense, this could be a quick play. You know, a couple plays get back in the yeah. top of Bennett's territory. I mean, I think at this rate, you get it in uh, Corbin Price or Charles Trenum's range. I think three points is huge here. Uh, Carson's going to bring the troops out. Two receivers to the left, two to the right. And clock stopped at a minute 26 seconds with a 14-7 Maryville lead. Carson, Derek Hunt gives him the, the update. He's going to update the offensive lineman. He's going to go back. Moves Jackson Phillips left, right to left across the formation. Takes the shotgun snap. Pitch play to Noah Vaughn. Noah's going to go left. He's going to get upfield. He's going to be met by a host of Dobbins, Bennett Indians. And uh, he's going to go backwards. They're going to give him forward progress to about not the original line of scrimmage. And that was just a great response there by Dobbins, Bennett's uh, defense on the outside because it looked like originally that play was going to be there for Maryville. Picking up the tempo here as Carson gets them back to the line of scrimmage. Three receivers to the right, one to the left. He's wanting to throw, three-step drop. He's going to flip it to Markell. They've got three guys for him. He's going to fumble the football. Dobbins Bennett's going to fall on it at the 18, not the way that was supposed to go. Yeah, it was just a tough play. I think Markell was trying to get a little bit farther out. There is a flag. Let's see if that's before or after the fumble. 
It's probably gonna looks like the way he's acting is a holding on Maribel, so let's see. Blocking back. Easy. <laughs> he he, he was kind of going both ways. It's going to be against the Red Rebels, and uh, it's going to be first down. Dobbins been at 46.9 seconds. This is big. Yeah, this huge. Is huge for the defense because Dobbins Bennett does have all three timeouts too. Defense looking to the sideline. They're getting all the coaching they want. As uh, 46.9 seconds is what sits on the first half here. Uh, again, Maryville will get the football to open the second half, but you wanted to go in uh, with, a, with a bit of a cushion. Here comes Dobbins Bennett's offense deep in Maryville territory, trying to, trying to tie this one up. Carson's going to stand in at quarterback. Dobbins Bennett, he's going to take the snap. He false start. looks like that's going to be a false start. It's dead before it started. Yeah, they tied in on this side, jumped way before the ball was even snapped. They're going the right way for us, wrong way for them. I'm going to step it back. It is going to be now a new set of first down, set at the 23-yard line, uh, going right to left. They're going toward the field house, and we don't want them getting much closer, Chris. <laughs> I think this is where we got to just press them at the line of scrimmage. You see the corners are actually moving up a little bit. All right, Carson takes a rough snap and then delayed handoff. That's going to be to number eight. He tries to push off, and uh, that doesn't work much. Zach Braden puts him in the turf. Yeah, Zach Braden, tough man right there. He just stood him up and then slammed him down. I mean, that's a great play by your middle linebacker. Yeah, Levi Evans is 5'10", 210, and uh, Zach Braden is 6'2", 15. You talk about a matchup uh, that's going to be fun to watch. That was, a, that was one. And he kept him in bounds. That's the key. Looks like Dobbins Bennett takes a timeout. Let's take one with him. Ali Franks, a volunteer home mortgage timeout. You're listening to Maryville Football right here on Rebel Radio WGAP. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use Common Sense. And welcome back to Maryville High School, where Jim Renfro Field is seeing a matchup that's living up to the billing of a, of a region or a 6A. Week one matchup as Carson's going to pump fake, wants to throw it. He's got a receiver downfield. Gillespie it. catches it, and I think he's going to drop it. They're oh, going to call no. it a touchdown. That is a, that's a terrible call. That thing bounced off the turf. Dobbins Bennett's going to get the touchdown. It looked like it. Where's the coach's challenge when you need one? Can't tell, man. I, I, it looked like the way he came down, it landed back on top of the ball, but. Uh, unfortunately, high school doesn't have replay, but uh, from our angle and, again, probably our position, uh, I, thought it's, I thought it saw the turf. Looks like 42 is going to get the attempt. Titan Thomas, kick is up, and the kick is good. And, and Chris Hips, we're tied here at Maryville High School. 28.6 seconds to go till the half. 14 for the visitors, 14 for your Red Rebels. You're listening to Rebel Radio. We'll be right back. Mastercraft with a K, Renovations. We'll handle all your interior and exterior needs. 
kitchens and baths, decks and fencing, flooring and windows, electrical and plumbing, doors and roofs. We do it all and we do it right. Mastercraft with a K Renovations has 35 years experience and is state certified renovator. We are EPA lead and asbestos abatement certified. We are solid surface certified in granite, corian and marble. We'll handle all your solid surface needs. Proudly serving all of East Tennessee, call today to get your free estimate, 865-233-7577. That number again, 865-233-7577. And you can visit us online at Mastercraft with a K Renovations.com. Be sure to like our Facebook page at Mastercraft Renovations. That's Mastercraft with a K Renovations.com. And welcome back to Rebel Radio, where it's all tied up at 14 here at Maryville High School. Looks like they're going to kick it, and it is going to be returned. Noah Vaughn has it. He's going to cut back. He's got some room. He's gone. He's got one man to beat, and he has missed him. It's going to be 25, 20, 15, 10, and he's going to be run out of bounds at about the nine-yard line, and that's going to be first and go, Rebels. What about the deuce? I'm talking about that hit by D.J. Burks. I don't know if the kicker was expecting to try to make the tackle, but he got nailed, and that got this crowd going. 16 seconds to go here. Carson Crouch is on (laughs) on deck for a (laughs) halftime show, and he just got a whole eye full of of Noah Vaughn right there. You were asking how good the kicker was at – last time out but i'm just worried about his tackling ability we're gonna see how how much endurance he had 16 seconds to go uh, you've got one time out if you're the rebels what a uh, what a twist here at the end of the first half can you can you come back from a from probably one of the bigger uh, bigger mistakes here in this early going and then also i want to point out number 18 caleb baker for them that was an incredible play to chase down noah vaughn not give up the touchdown Carson's going to take the snap play action pass, going to deliver to D.J. Burks. He gets it at the end of the end zone. He's in. Touchdown, Rebels. What an incredible. I mean, he reached up, grabbed it, took the hit, and then reached out across the pylon for the touchdown. That's a huge play. D.J. needs those kind of plays. He's the he's the big body that can fight like that. I looked for no laundry, didn't see any yellow. That's a touchdown, fellas. I was, I was the first touchdown. I was worried I didn't see laundry. <laughs> oh, 11. Oh, man. You know, a big return, one play, six points. The Bliss Air scoreboard just changed. Your Rebels now lead 20 to 14. Corbin Price looks to tack on the extra point. Charles Trenum the hold. The kick is up. And let's see if he can hit that car again. Oh, he missed it. And it's good. The Bliss Air scoreboard reads, your Rebels 21. The visiting Dobbins Bennett Indians 14. You're listening to Rebel Radio. We'll be right back. Broadway Barbershop, a Blunt County staple since 1958 and a proud sponsor of Maryville Red Rebel Football. Carico Construction. We are a commercial contractor serving Maryville and Knoxville. Building strong customer relationships is just as important to us as laying sound structural foundations. Our goal is to build your ideal work, storage, worship, or retail space efficiently and cost-effectively. From concept to completion, we'll be by your side, helping you through the often complicated construction process. You can reach us by phone at 865-984-7393 or online at CaricoConstruction.com. That's C-A-R-I-C-O construction.com. Text Carico to 85100 to receive our special offers. Carico Construction. We build trust. 
And welcome back to Maryville High School, Jim Renfro Field, where we just saw Noah Vaughn streaking about 60, 70 yards on a big return, and then DJ Burks finishes it off. One play, 10 yards, 16 seconds off the clock. 85-yard return by Mr. Ken Main. But, uh, Chris, who knew it? Momentum had a light switch. Dobbins Bennett had all the momentum. That big return by Noah Vaughn flipped it off. A little power-saving mode as uh, we talk about it. Dobbins Bennett on the sideline over there, hop, jumping, just all the momentum their way. And uh, Noah Vaughn, that big play, they're standing there now. Yeah, so, I mean, we were just talking about that. I mean, they were jumping up, uh, running up and down the sideline. I mean, they were dancing, and then uh, just watching the reaction after that return by Noah, I saw many uh, Dobbin Bennett's helmets drop, like, seriously, we just gave up that. Well, and and here's the momentum. You know, we talk about it. Uh, it, It's going to be one of those to where you have to to answer for those things. Uh, uh, Looks like we got a chain issue on the far sideline. It looks like they're – Trying to fix the chain over there. I'm gonna say, I, I, the the chain stretching gang. I think Noah put them put them to work, but uh, I think they've got them got them kind of worked out here. 11, 11.7 seconds to go here in the first half. Your Rebels lead 21 to 14. Uh, as we get to the halftime, we'll unfold how it got to that point. But uh, exciting is an understatement. Charles Trenum will kick this one away. I think, honestly, Chris, after that, uh, Dobbins Bennett's going to be good to get it to the half. Yeah, I mean, they were – I mean, you could just tell they were hoping to be at, tied at halftime, and, and that's just a tough situation. Yeah, I, I think it's a, it's a big momentum shift for, for the Red Rebels. As Charles is going to kick it away, he's going to go deep with it. He is going to spin it. It will be returnable, and Dobbins Bennett will take it about the six-yard line. He's going to try to get his own return there, and he's going to go right into a wall of Rebels, and he'll be dropped at about the 30-yard line, maybe the 31. Yeah, no, it was just memorable, you know, just making sure they stood up right there, not going to give up a big return. They go on Dobbins Bennett. Are they just going to take a knee and go down by seven, or are you going to try to be tricky here and try to get something? You know, I don't know that uh, all the work, honestly, even with the big play, you, you got to be proud if you're Dobbins Bennett going in only down one score. Uh, so, you know, I think with 3.4 seconds to go, yeah, I think it's uh, it's all it's almost a V formation, but it's uh, let's go to half and not not work work ourselves anymore. As Carson's going to take the knee, the clock will hit zero on the second quarter, and what a two quarters it was. Your Red Rebels take a halftime lead, 21 to 14, into the halftime. When we take a break, when we come back, the Whitlock and Company PC halftime show. We'll talk to Mr. Carson Crouch, hear what he uh, had to see down on field level here for the first half of football. But you're listening to Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming WGAPradio.com. We'll be be right back. Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage in Maryville. And folks, it's finally fall. With cooler temperatures, shorter days, football, and pumpkin spiced mortgages and refis from Volunteer Home Mortgage. Rates are at historic lows and buying or refinancing now could lock in the lowest rates in decades. Call me and let's see how we can save you money. I'm Lee Franks, Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500. That's 865-238-7500. NMLS 1641325. If you own a SUV or light truck, finding the perfect tire just got a whole lot easier. Let Stevenson Tire show you what the Yokohama Geolander HT Geo 56 can do for your daily drive. 
Thanks to an advanced all-season compound and unique tread features, it's one of the longest-lasting light truck tires on the road. And not only is it built for exceptional all-weather handling, but it's also designed to provide an amazingly quiet and comfortable ride. All this at a mileage warranty up to 70,000 miles. Check out the Yokohama Geolander HD Geo 56 at Stevenson Tire today. 2411 East Broadway Avenue, Maryville, 983-1621. And see what could be the perfect tire for your light truck or SUV. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653 or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. Well, it's finally fall, and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, call me, Lee Franks, with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500, and let's run some numbers. Rates are at historic lows, and we might save you some money. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500. NMLS 1641325. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blunt County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation, review, and assurance services. It's Whitlock & Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock & Company online at whitlockcpa.com. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. 
Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran-owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call, 865-268-5872 or check them out online, smaxes.com. That's S-M-A-X-E-S dot com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. I am Representative Bob Ramsey, a half-century Blunt County football fan. I understand that most of us can't be on the field tonight, but we are a team. I encourage every one of you to take pride in our community and be your best at whatever you do, sports, education, business, or church. I am honored to represent our team in Nashville as your voice in the General Assembly of Tennessee. Best wishes as we work toward a championship year. Thanks for teachers, veterans, and first responder service. Stay in touch. Paid for by Representative Bob Ramsey. What you know about rolling down in the deep when your brain goes numb, you can call that mental freeze when these people talk too much. And welcome back to Marital High School. We're inside the Whitlock and Company PC halftime show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Chris Hipson, joined here at the half by Carson Crouch. Carson has been our uh, sideline reporter here tonight. If you've seen different pictures for touchdowns and things like that, that's because Carson has uh, has stepped up the game a little bit. Hey, Carson, how's it going, man? Good, good. I thought I'd join you guys tonight, so I'm enjoying myself out on the on the field level view. Got a couple good pictures, and hope you guys are enjoying them. So, Carson is a uh, an alumni of Rebel Radio, coming back in for a, a little repeat trip. As uh, he is a he's a freshman at Tennessee Tech down in Cookville. Uh, he's actually uh, he's working his way to be the voice of the Golden Eagles. He's got a couple uh, little things in the fire. Uh, excited for him and what what that's going to do. But Carson, did you come up here to talk to us, or just come up here to get warm? A little bit of both. Uh, it's a little chilly down there on the field, I will say. But, I mean, it did feel good in here. Uh, but I uh, loved it, some talk, some halftime stuff here. So, so guys, again, sorry for the delay, but just wanted to – a lot of Rebel faithful down here. We're trying to meet and talk. Uh, but uh, what a first half, Carson. Talk about 21-14 to 14 on the scoreboard, but that's really uh, not the tail of the tape. Just an even matchup, nine first downs for Maryville, seven for Dobbins Bennett. And uh, Noah Vaughn's doing his thing, 76 yards and a touchdown in the first half, uh, really holding down Dobbins Bennett's run game, but they've just had some splash plays that's kept them in this football game. Yeah, Dobbins Bennett's been competing the whole way through. Uh, that's just the story of the night so far. They haven't let up on defense. They haven't let up on offense. Uh, they've taken advantage of the turnovers. They've taken advantage of punts. Uh, overall, Dobbins Bennett has pretty much had everything almost the way they kind of want it to go, uh, except for the last kind of uh, couple – uh, you could say seconds or minutes there of the f- second second quarter. Yeah. So uh, everything's kind of fell into place for them except for that time. I think it gives Maryville a little momentum coming out before halftime. Uh, I think Chris made a good point uh, about the fans and the, and the enthusiasm that Dobbins Bennett had after they tied the score. Uh, and then within 10 seconds, uh, it jumped back up to Maryville lead. So I think that does play a factor as well. Bring Chris Hips back into this one. Chris, uh, you, you know, you really look at it. The tail of the tape for Dobbins Bennett uh, was really made on 
on three big plays. I think the fumble by Markell here about the 25-yard line, uh, the, uh, the 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 holding penalty really wasn't a benefit of, of Dobbins Bennett, but was a was a detriment for Maryville. The holding penalty on the fake punt, and then also just some busted coverage to allow allow the first touchdown. Uh, really, just uh, just three miscues has led to Dobbins Bennett's points. Really, not a not an impressive first half for Dobbins Bennett on the stat line. Just uh, just 14 points off of of uh, taking advantage. Yeah, I think you said it best. Uh, Maryville's kind of shot themselves in the foot. You know the. Two big I holding didn't say calls. It like that. Well, you know the two big holding calls. You know the one on the first uh, opportunity for the touchdown, and the one on the fake uh, punt. You know that they they were just backbreakers because I mean easily had first down on the first one, easily had a touchdown on the Markell run. Well, and give give Dobbins Bennett's uh, you, you know their defensive back. He punched that out. I mean, Markell didn't just fumble it on his own. There was a, there was a little defensive effort there, but. Uh, just uh, uncharacteristic, a couple of those pieces there, penalties in the first half, a little uncharacteristic. But uh, kudos to Noah Vaughn, being Noah Vaughn, being the monster that is the, the deuce. Uh, he 85-yard return there. Kudos to the defender for Dobbins yeah. by chasing him down. We thought he was gone. Uh, but uh, keeping the foot on the gas, Carson Jones, DJ Burks uh, made that worth it. Touchdown and, and go into the half with a seven-point lead, getting the football to open the second half. Yeah, and uh, – Looking at the second half, I mean, you're just going to have to find that other source. So if it's going to be DJ, it may be Carson Jones, the receiver. I mean, I think Jackson it could be Carson Phillips. Jones keeping it. Yeah, we haven't seen Carson Jones running. You're right. And then right. Jackson Phillips, I on the on the fumble play with Markel on the or the slant out here that where Markel fell or uh, fumbled it. You had Jackson Phillips come wide open in the middle of the field. Unfortunately, I think Carson was looking this side only. But, yeah, it, it was there. It was wide open. He catches it. I mean, it could easily have been a touchdown for Maryville. You know, it's just small things like that that we didn't – you can't see right now or he couldn't see right then. He's going to be looking at it at halftime on them screens. They're going to come back to them plays. Like I said, they just them little blows. We've seen little blows all day. I think a big play is going to happen in the second half for this Maryville's offense. I think you're exactly right. I think there could be a huge play for the Maryville defense. I think they're getting upfield on Carson, their quarterback, Dobbins Bennett's Carson, and uh, they're really, uh, you know, it's just a matter of time before they they have to get get creative. And and I think creativity against this defense doesn't normally yield really good results. But uh, I'm getting text message saying we need to do the red and black throwback <laughs> trivia. So uh, we better get to it. If you're not sure what that is, it's red and black throwback. It's all it's history of the Red Rebel football team. Uh, we answer we ask a question on social media at halftime of each game. Uh, the first correct answer gets a Windy City Grill gift card. Uh, how, how, how bad could that be? Know a little Rebel history? Get a little Windy City. I mean, I think it's a win-win. If you don't follow us on social media, Google or search Rebel Radio WGAP on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, we're pretty active on those two. We've attempted an Instagram, but uh, I wouldn't say our game's really up to, up to par at this point. But uh, game 11 uh, or round one of the playoffs, the question here tonight is Maribel has made a habit of making deep playoff runs. How many consecutive playoff appearances have the Rebels had, including – tonight's matchup with Dobbins Bennett. Let me repeat that. How many consecutive playoff appearances has Maryville had, including tonight? We said it in the pregame. We said it in the pregame. So the last time we did not meet the playoffs was, uh, let's just say when Chris and I were were small kids. We were even younger than Carson, if if we can believe that. But uh, (laughs) I have to give a big hint when I mentioned the World Series champions. That's a good point. So there has been clues throughout. But, again, one more time, the red and black throwback trivia question here for tonight. Maribel's made a deep habit for playoff runs. 
uh, here in this this 21st century. How many consecutive playoff appearances have the Rebels had, including tonight's matchup against Dobbins Bennett? So that will be posted. First correct answer on either social media platform will win. And, uh, again, that's a good thing about answers, comments. It uh, it timestamps. So we'll get that uh, that winner, and we will announce that on the air as soon as we get one. So, again, Carson, thanks for coming up here. Two Absolutely. minutes to go here in this halftime. Uh, the marching Rebels out here just wearing it out. It's cold. Playing instruments in the cold's not necessarily two things that you like doing together. No. But <laughs> look at this this crew. The, every week we come out, we learn something new about the show. They do a great job. And, Absolutely. And, and they're, they're just a great bunch to watch and support. So we want to want to recognize those as well as they finish their field show and the faithful give them the love they deserve. But Carson, what are you expecting the second half? Uh, again, the Rebels have uh, they've played with them. Obviously, take a lead to the half. But what do you guys see out of the Rebels to uh, to really exploit this and get back in the second half? Rebels got to stop them uh, as as fast as they can. Uh, Dobbins been trying to run the clock out uh, and they're taking their time. So I think uh, Maryville's got to step it up on the defensive line a little bit. But I don't expect nothing less from Noah Vaughn. I agree with you. I think some big plays are coming out from Carson Jones, maybe the run game, a little bit of the pass game. I think they're going to mix it up a little bit. I think the Rebels are going to come out firing. What do you think, Chris? Yeah, like I said, I think a big play is going to happen on the defensive side. I think what they did toward the uh, start of the second quarter was incredible. Uh, press up, quick giving up them little short uh, dinker and dunk throws that uh, this quarterback's have. Force him to go deep on you. That's when you said we, we were talking about he's going to make mistakes. He's known to throw in too tight uh, windows. So, I mean, to me, come up, make him uh, think a little bit more. Let Manneker, Thea, and the big guys up front, you know, hopefully hurry him up and hopefully get a big mistake out of him. I think you pushed the envelope. I I can't agree more. But, Chris, with just under a minute to go here in this halftime, give us some scores from around the area. All right. So, looking at some of the ones that we're uh, trying to keep up with for Seton, you have West Ridge 14, Cleveland 0, Bradley Central 14, Jefferson County 7. Both of those are halftime scores. Uh, looking at the Science Hill Farragut matchup, it's 28 7 uh, Science Hill over Farragut at halftime. Mm. Uh, looking at some of the local schools, we got Seymour up 21 14 over Anderson County. That's a tight matchup. Yeah, that's, a, that's at Anderson, too. Yeah. Uh, let's look at another one. Uh, yeah, Knox Hall up 6 0 over Daniel Boone. Greenback Ooh. is down 36 8. Gatlinburg Pittman just scored to make it 28-14 over Chokidoke. Did you see did you see Knox West over Morristown West? A battle of the Westes? Is that a thing? Last time I looked, uh, West is up 54 to 7. Yeah. Talk about the Rebels just putting on a show down there. It's they're at home, but uh, Morristown West had to come and it's going to be a short trip on the second half for those guys. Yeah, Powell Ooh. is up 42 to zip over Ottawa. Is that McMinn County, seven and 17 to 0 over Oak Ridge? Yes. Whoa, look at that one. Let's see. Oh, Ray County and Campbell County. We heard that this was going to be a big fight. Ray County, 17. Campbell County, 14. Some matchups to be had. But, uh, again, re- cover the ones that uh, impact the Rebels just one more time. That's the, the Cleveland-West Ridge. Yes, Cleveland was up. West Ridge is up 14 to zip on Cleveland. Uh, let's see. We said 
Science Hill, 28, Farragut, 7, and Bradley Central, 14, Jefferson County, 7. All those were halftime scores. Looks like they've added a couple minutes to the halftime clock. Let's add a couple sponsors into this mix here in the, the Whitlock & Company PC Halftime Show. Uh, we'll take a break listen to these fine sponsors. When we come back, second half action here from Maryville High School. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. We'll be right back. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke, you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maribel be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maribel. We all come from any walks of life, but no matter where you come from, the Blunt Partnership's goal is to always ensure you and your business are our top priority. In Blunt County, you are family. In the foothills of the Smoky Mountains, there is no greater place to plan a business and raise a family. We'd love to pair up with you and plan for the days ahead. Here, you can have it all at BluntPartnership.com. CBD American Shaman guarantees their products. 100% certified organic full spectrum. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable CBD with patented nanotechnology. Exclusively at CBD American Shaman with a money back satisfaction guarantee. Stop by today and try a free sample of the most bioavailable CBD. Guarantee. Only at CBD American Shaman. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable. Guarantee. And welcome back to Maryville High School Skeeter Shield Stadium on the campus of MHS where the Red Rebels lead the Dobbins Ben Indians. Dobbins Bennett Indians. Wow, that got out of hand quick. Indians. 21 to 14. 12 minutes are on the clock, and uh, both special teams units about to take the field. I'm looking, and uh, Isaac Simmerly said last time Rebels were not in the playoffs was the uh, – That's he's close. He's real close, but uh, – uh, he says 25 years. I, I, uh, I question. I question. But he's really close. I'll give him that. Um, looks like, Mr. – there's an answer on, on uh, uh, Facebook. What was the gentleman's name that answered on Facebook? I'm putting a lot of pressure on Chris, honestly, just right now. Let's try to look at the message from Mr. Burns. Yeah, Coach Burns says he is listening to Rebel Radio as he is, he is leading uh, the – let me get this right. Hold on. Looks like John Michael Covington says 25 as well. Uh, again, according to the, the 100 years of Rebels, uh, they're really close, but just uh, just uh, just a tick off if that, uh, that gives the clue we need. 
I'm trying to get the uh, the Mr. Burns. It's GTKA, is that right? Yes. GTKA, he's running the junior tennis tournament in the playoffs there, and he's listening to Rebel Radio. So, again, multitasking at his best is Coach Burns. So excited uh, for him to listen and always appreciative of what he does for the tennis teams here at Maryville High School and the junior high as they get ready uh, uh, to really do their thing on the tennis court. But it uh, looks like that is going to be – Maryville is going to take the the kickoff. They're going to return it just a little bit, get up to about the 19-yard line. It's going to be a, a nice little return there, 13-yard return uh, by Gage Ledoux. And uh, that's where they'll set up shop, first and 10 Red Rebels, as they go left to right toward Cedar Street. Yeah, I think they made sure not to kick it to Noah Vaughn that time. I think that's pretty fair. That's smart. Noah Vaughn's going to flip from the left to the right hip pocket. I have two receivers to the right, one to the left. They're going to kick it out in the flat to D.J. Burks. He's going to push it upfield, get across the 25, up near the 27. He's going to jump out of bounds. That's just a smart play by him. He saw he was about to be hit, so he just lunged forward, got an extra two or three yards by stretching it out there. I think using D.J. in this offense is one that could be productive here in the second half. He's got a lot of length on a lot of these outside defenders. He's going to bring up second down, about three yards to go. It'll be a long two, short three. Uh, it's going to be 21 to 14. Let's see if we can pick it up. They're going to hand it to Noah Vaughn. He's going to spin and turn and drive backwards. Traditional Noah Vaughn fashion. He's going to need two, gets four. It's going to be a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. And he's just slowly starting to get close to that 100-yard mark for the game. I think we were talking about the uh, Maryville record. Do you remember that one? Yeah, it's uh, it's. I think the, the total Maryville record is 1,812 yards for the season. Uh, Noah Vaughn's just beyond 1,200. Uh, it would take 15 to get there, but he is uh, he's within reach. It's going to be two receivers to the left, a little stack set, Jackson Phillips. Take the handoff to Noah Vaughn, flips it out in the flat. I believe that's to DJ, and he's going to push to get something. It's going to be about a yard and a half, two-yard pickup there on first down. It's going to bring up second and eight. Well, that's just a great uh play there by Sensiball, Jaron Sensiball, number 33. However, he hit uh, DJ behind the line of scrimmage. It's just the legs of DJ to push it ahead and get the two yards. Here we go. I've, I finally got the uh, the Coach Burns. I want to make sure I get that right. Coach Burns says, he yeah, he's part of the playoffs for the GTKA uh, tennis playoffs. Carson's going to keep it. He's going to call his own numbers. He's going to go straight ahead forward through an arm tackle, cross the 40, <laughs> up to the 45. That's the Carson I know. Carson Jones, big pickup, and that's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Yeah, and we both, I think, agreed about that. At halftime show was at some point we're going to see Carson take it in his hands to run a couple of these to make this defense stay honest. And, I mean, big run there by him to get the first down from Maryville. And the question still out there, red and black throwback trivia. How many consecutive playoff appearances, including tonight, including tonight, have the Red Rebels made in a row? Had really close answers, I'll put it that way. Carson Jones taking the shotgun snap, going to deliver out in the flat over the hands, the outstretched hands of Markel Fortenberry. That's a high throw and uh, incomplete. I will say not in trouble, not in any kind of trouble, but it'll be second down 10 to go after the incompletion. That's his... Second, Second incompletion of the night, I believe. Maybe third. Let's say, third. You know it had to be a high throw if Markel couldn't get it. <laughs> he, cl- he tried to climb the he, ladder. He almost had it, but that was just a little bit over his fingertips. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. They're going to stack Jackson Phillips over right tackle. They're going to give the handoff to, looks like, looks like they're going to give it to Noah Vaughn. 
and he's going to go just right into the back of the line of scrimmage. Defender breaks free and just nowhere to go. Yeah, and that was just a great individual play there by Blake Dunford, number 34, the defensive lineman. I mean, he shed the block, and unfortunately with Noah trying to bounce out, it ran right into him. Third down, 10 yards to go. Coach Hunt talking with his quarterback, uh, sending the play in via signal. John Michael Covington says 27. I'll give you a, give you a little hint going the wrong way. Again, appreciate John Michael Covington. Always a good contributor on red and black throwback, and uh, I believe a recipient of a, of a red and black throwback trivia win this year. Looks like they're going to move Noah in formation. Carson's going to call his own number again. He sheds the first tackle. He may be off to the races. He gets across the 40-35 and runs out of bounds at the 30-yard line. Maybe 31. They're going to give him the 30. That's a big pickup by your quarterback. And uh, I tell you, when they try to go to the side to tackle Carson, they've already made a bad decision. Yeah, that's a big guy you're trying to take down by hitting him up around the hip region. And just another great play call. I mean, Everybody's watching Noah. Noah's in the movement. You saw both linebackers shift over, leaving the middle of the field wide open there for Carson. Yeah, they continue, uh, and they continue to purge the, the, the backfield. 25 yards on the pickup for the senior quarterback, the semifinalist for the TSSAA, Mr. Football in Class 6A. Carson's going to stay in shotgun. He's going to move Jackson Phillips in, stack him up. He's going to fake the handoff to Noah Vaughn, wants to throw it. Pump fake, uncorks it. He's got DJ down deep. He keeps his eyes on it. Does he make it? DJ makes it. Touchdown, Rebels. With the cornerback holding him, and he made it one-handed. Left-handed brought it to his body. What an incredible catch. He, I mean, he's he's Jawan Jennings in red and black is what he is. He, he kept his eyes on the football, watched it all the way in, had two two defenders all over him, and he just takes it in. That's the DJ Burks I know. Yeah, and I'm listening to the coaches over here. They're not too happy the fact that Carson took a cheap shot at the end of that play, and that's what they're yelling about. Hey, John Michael Covington, uh, third chance is, let me verify that uh, nobody hit it on Twitter, but John Michael Covington currently uh, has the correct answer. But touchdown is doing, and looks like the extra point by Mr. Corbin Price is no good. And so the Rebel lead will sit at 27-14. to 14. That's another touchdown for D.J. Burks. And uh, he's throwing his name in the hat, Mr. Hips, for Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. You're listening to Rebel Radio. Let's take a break. You're listening, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. We'll be right back. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as timeout protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use Common Sense. And welcome back to Jim Renfro Field, Skeeter Shield Stadium on the campus of Maryville High School, where the Bliss Air scoreboard now reads your Rebels 27 Visiting Dobbins, Bennett Indians, 14. Uh, Chris, we talked at the break. First missed extra point by Corbin Price of the season. Uh, only one other miss, and that was a blocked kick earlier in the year. So uh, an uncanny situation there. As Charles Trenum looks to kick that one away, 
It's going to be a normal Charles Trenum kick. It's going to land on the Rebel E, and it is going to be a touchback, and it'll come out to the 20-yard line. Yeah, and uh, I, I'm listening to uh, you know some fans and coaches over here. They're not too happy because I think on the missed extra point, one of the players for Dobbins Bennett yanked a Maryville player's mass downward, and that allowed the guy to get through to, I guess, force course, uh, Corbin to get a quick kick. Yeah, so there's a... Not too happy about that, but, you know, sometimes calls don't go in your favor. Well, and here's the deal. You, you know, in spite of some some situations that have went uh, maybe maybe negatively for the Red Rebels, they're still up two possessions. Stobbins Bennett's Carson's going to bring the football out. He's going to start on first and ten ball on his own 20. He's going to give the handoff to his running back. He's going to try to look for room and stretch in the field on this this uh, Rebel defense, not a good idea. There's a flag. Just pick up a couple, and I think the only reason yeah. he got a couple – it was because of a hold. Yeah, Keyshawn was trying to get out there to make the tackle, and he got yanked down by the, I want to say the right tackle. It was an easy call, and it's easily going to be a 10-yard. All right. Well, uh, with that, they're going to mark that one off a, a foul against Dobbins Bennett. The winner of the red and black throwback trivia, John Michael Covington, since the year 1997, uh, was the last 5-5 uh, five and five record uh, for the Red Rebels since 1998, a, a stretch of 24 straight years. Uh, of of playoff appearances so 24 is the correct answer and he will win a windy city grill gift card so we'll reach out to you uh via messenger and uh and when the gift card is ready for pickup so congratulations john michael covington he's going to bring up first and long ways for for dobbins bennett they're going to the ball will sit on their own seven yard line eight yard line as it's going to be first and 21 He's going to take a little three-step drop, get it out in the flat. He turns it, wants to run before he gets it. It's going to fall incomplete, second and 21. Yeah, just another little screen route. But like you said, I think uh, was that number two, Gillespie out there that tried to uh, turn upfield with the ball before he even had it. Yeah, it's just, uh, you know, and I think when it gets to first and 21, you're backed up against your own goal line, a hungry defense. Uh, there's just a lot of, of steps that are going against you. In that fashion, second and 21, 8.06 to go here in the third quarter. Again, your Rebels lead, 27-14. to 14. Again, continuing to keep the starters in, obviously, as this game is still uh, still work to be done as Carson takes the shotgun snap. A little three-step drop, looks right, wants left. He throws it across the middle. Receiver was there, but it goes in and out of the hands of the intended receiver. Yeah, and that was just also a great blitz there by Keyshawn Harper, like a delayed blitz around the edge. Got back there to the cornerback or the quarterback, and I think that's what forced Aaron throw to just out the outreach of the quarter or wide receiver. I, I think Hayden Sherry though had a, had a chance to get that. I think uh, you know I think Carson would like to think he would make that catch, but Sherry uh, goes in and out of his hands, incomplete. Maybe maybe a little extra oomph on it. Uh, didn't have the touch on the pass, but uh, nonetheless, third down, and uh, and Maryville College third and twenty-one upcoming. He's going to roll the pitch, fakes the, the pitch play, wants to uncork it. He's going to throw deep. It is the closest receiver there was D.J. Burks. He jumps for it, doesn't get it. It harmlessly falls to the turf. It's going to bring up fourth down. Dobbins Bennett will punt. Yeah, and that might actually work in Dobbins Bennett's uh, favor that D.J. didn't get that interception because that was around the 40-yard line, and there's a lot of green in front of him. I mean, this way at least a good punt might push him back a little bit farther from Maribel. Yeah, we're going to see the punter will stand in his own end zone. Midpoint of the end zone stands on the Rebel E as he looks to punt this one away. Good snap, Block. and it Ooh. is going to be nearly blocked. I think we run into the kicker, but it's not intentional. I don't see any laundry to this point. 
And it is going to be I think uh, no saying, call, no call. Yeah, I, say, I think, uh, was that, I'd say 85 from Maribel. I think he got in there and tipped it. That's why I wasn't a foul. That's Kiss Watts, number 85 from Maribel, broke in there, almost blocked it completely. But yeah, that, I think you saw the, the uh, ref saying it did tip him. That's why I wasn't running into the kicker. Yeah, I was watching all day for, for the uh, the – the laundry, but it's going to be a punt that gets out uh, to the 37-yard line. That's where the Rebels will take over. That's the Dobbins-Bennett 37-yard line. So great field position for the Red Rebels as they look to extend this two-possession lead. Carson brings it back out. He's going to have two receivers to the right, one to the left. He's going to have Noah Vaughn to his right hip pocket, a stacked-up Jackson Phillips in at H-back. He's going to give the handoff to Noah Vaughn. He's going to try to stretch it to the left. He's got some room. 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Rebels. What a stiff arm on the edge. I mean, he (laughs) nasty. I don't want to say Derrick Henry, but that was almost like a little little Derrick Henry. That was like a a miniature Derrick Henry. But (laughs) still an incredible stiff arm to get him wide open on the edge and then the speed just to get down the sideline. I'll tell you, anything Noah lacks in stature, he puts it in in intensity. Noah Vaughn, just a run. Rumbling of 37 yards for another Red Rebel touchdown, and the Bliss Air scoreboard just changed. 33 to 14 is the, the, the margin right now. Corbin Price looking to, to add to it. How many times we say, wow? <laughs> hey, it's, it, you know, here's the thing. There's a highlight reel each and every week for the number two player uh, on this football team, but probably the number one running back maybe in East Tennessee. 7.36 is the time that remains in the third quarter, and your gap is the Red Rebels 34, the visiting Dobbins Minute Indians 14. We'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to Rebel Radio. Carico Construction. We are a commercial contractor serving Maryville and Knoxville. Building strong customer relationships is just as important to us as laying sound structural foundations. Our goal is to build your ideal work, storage, worship, or retail space efficiently and cost-effectively. From concept to completion, we'll be by your side, helping you through the often complicated construction process. You can reach us by phone at 865-984-7393 or online at caricoconstruction.com. That's C-A-R-I-C-O construction.com. Text CARICO to 85100 to receive our special offers. CARICO Construction. We build trust. And welcome back to Skeeter Shield Stadium, Maryville High School, Jim Renfro Field as your Red Rebels expand the lead. 34 to 14 is the gap now. And uh, let's just say it, Chris, Noah Vaughn, he, he's, he's an experience. Uh, he's, like I said, he's number two on the jersey. But every time he touches the ball, he, uh, he plays like a one. As it's going to be a Charles Trenum little squib kick. It's going to bounce. They're going to take it and just try to get what they can get. They get across the 20, cross the 25. They're going to come to rest at the 26. That'll be where they set up first down 10 yards to go. Uh, better field position than their last one. Yeah, and I was trying to see. I wish I could see that. I wonder if the ball moved because it looked like it. The way he kicked it, it came out sideways a little bit like it fell off the stand. But it's still, you know, just to his leg power, he's still got it all the way back to the 10-yard line. I thought it caught that that up man and, and kind of caused it to squib a little bit. But uh, nonetheless, Dobbins Bennett comes out. Uh, first and 10, ball on the 26. And Carson will stay in the backfield by himself. Quarterback wire to wire to this point. He's going to take the snap, looks to throw right, gets it to the receiver, number 35. And he's going to be spun down Ooh. by Peyton Cooper. 
Are they yeah. calling incomplete? They're calling incomplete. I mean, it almost okay. looked like it was a fumble. And you could hear the coaching beside of me. They think it was a fumble because they think he turned upfield. But well, Ben Phillips makes the catch, turns upfield, then the ball comes out. Yeah, yeah that's a fumble, guys. Ben yeah. Phillips, though, the tight end, it's gonna it's gonna go in in Dobbins Bennett's favor. Incomplete. Second down, ten to go. Ball on the twenty six. Seven twenty four to go here in the third. Again, if you're just joining us, Rebels uh, making statements here in the second half. Thirty four to fourteen, their advantage. Carson, the quarterback for Dobbins Bennett, is going to hand off. First time in a long time, he's going to hand off. He's going to pick up a couple there. Got to get the running back's number. Uh, and like 18. 18 is going to be the, the ball carrier. Caleb Baker, that's 5'11", 158-pound junior, uh, did his best uh, to get two yards. Third yeah, down, got, eight to go. He about got hit in the backfield there by Manneker, was literally sitting in there. I think he just broke out of the arm tackle, made, well, like you said, two-yard gain out of it. They're going to break the huddle yet again. Uh, never really added tempo to their offense to this point, Chris. Still still looking to ball control down 20. Going to have two receivers to the left, one to the right. They're going to have a running back in there to block. He's going to step out in the middle. Carson looks to uncork it. Who's hey, there? DJ Burks. I think he picks it. Hey, there the it rest is. there, the sign is made. DJ Burks picks it off. I want to say DJ actually took that away from Markel. Look at Markel's like, how did you <laughs> out-jump me for that ball? <laughs> Markel's like, Markel's clapping like, all right, whatever. He, he said, I'm mad, I'm mad. But <laughs> yeah. DJ Burks, man, he is all over it tonight. Two touchdowns on the offensive side, and now has a reception on the defensive side. Interception for the uh, the team leader a year ago with nine picks. That's his second on the season to this point. Great play by DJ, and uh, again out jumps a six four Markel Fortenberry. Yeah, I, I, like I said, the funny part. I wish you could be here to see it, but Markel laughing about him clapping. He knew he got out jumped by DJ on that play. He only gives up just about three, three and a half inches. But uh, Carson back on offense. Uh, he's going to give the handoff to Noah Vaughn. Noah's going to cut it. He's going to go left. He's going to push the pile, and he is going to pick Ooh. up about eight yards on the play, nine yards once the push is done. That's a nice run by your junior running back, just uh, punishing people at the moment. You know what that was? Not one, not two, not, not three, three little, little Indians. Indians. <laughs> it took four of them to get down. Noah, that leg strength he has, it. when he's not juking you or putting you in a spin cycle, he just leg presses well, you all the way. And, I, and I'll tell you, that this is what's what's starting to weigh on this Dobbins-Bennett team. You know, Maryville, unlike their offense, is really trying to push tempo. And these defenders really really wheezing right now at the line of scrimmage. Carson's going to stack up the wide receivers to the right-hand side. Noah Vaughn to his left or to his right. He's going to hand it to the deuce. He pushes ahead forward, gets oh, near fumbled. midfield. He fumbles. I think the Rebels fall on it. You're going to go up to the 49-yard line. That's going to be enough for a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. It'll stay with the Rebels. Uncharacteristic uh, of a fumble there for Noah Vaughn. And I'm laughing. Uh, it was that number 75 from Maribel. That's Trevor Abdella. I mean, it, just his personality we've met. And you see him jumping up and down. I got the fumble recovery. <laughs> He's like, that's my ball. He made sure he got down there for his teammates and, uh, and seeing the clapping from the other uh, – Offensive linemen, you know, how great of a teammates they are for one another. Hey, hey it's a, it, it truly is one Maribel out there. But Carson's going to, again, have two receivers to the right, going to stack up Jackson Phillips. He's going to fake that. No, give the handoff to Gage Ledoux. And there's a, there's a option number two as Gage Ledoux pushes the pile. First down, picks up seven. It's going to be second down, three to go as we're nearing five minutes to go here in the third quarter. Yeah, and this is the type of drive right here Maribel really loves to uh, – 
I don't want to say impose their will, but you see the Dobbins-Bennett defense has got their hands on their hips. A lot of them are subbing in and out. And this is one of the plays where for, for Mayor will usually try to take a deep shot here sooner or later. They're going to stack up Julius Toto and Carson Jones, have Markel Fortenberry all by himself over to the left. See a little handoff to Gage Ledoux. He's going to kind of pick and choose his way. He's going to get across the line, of, line to gain and get deep into Dobbins-Bennett territory down to the 37. That's going to be enough for another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. And you can definitely tell the momentum right now for Maribel and, you know, you see, like I said, the Dobbins-Bennett defense are just tired. They're not able to get to the pressure. They're you know, they're slow to the play. And by the time, you know, they get over there to try to cover it, you know, Gage Ledoux's already got about a five, six-step uh, through the line of scrimmage already. And, and, you know, we're talking about wanting to uncork it, but I think when you can get five and six yards of carry, why, why throw it? Why put it in the air? Carson's going to keep Gage Ledoux to his right. He's going to give it to him again. He's going to go straight ahead forward, full head of steam, and he's going to pick up about nine there on first down. Just a uh, just an overmatched offensive line play right now and a, uh, a hungry Gage Ledoux just chewing up yards. Yes, and just incredible hard run there by Gage Ledoux, but don't want to take nothing away from this. Uh, the hog mollies for Maribel, all five of them, gentlemen, oh, yeah. they are pushing this Dobbin Bennett's big uh, defensive line back at least two or three yards before they even get close to contact. You know, Coach Hunt talked a couple weeks ago. We talked about most improved group. We talked about, you know, areas of improvement. Where have you seen the most gains? And he and I both just, just kind of mentioned those trenches, you know, offensive and defensive line, just doing it, doing work and doing very efficient work all year long. But they're going to give it to Gage just one more time. He's going to spin his way out of a tackle. He's going to push ahead forward. He's going to get inside the 25, down to the 23. And that's going to be enough for another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down, Chris. Uh, this is all Gage Ledoux right now, and he is uh, he's making his way right near the uh, the Common Sense Pest Control red zone. Yeah, and this is just backbreaking for any defense. You know, you're already wore down, tired, and you're just getting pounded uh, run after run. And like I said, they're giving up gash runs like five six yards eight yards nine yards right now you haven't seen noah in the game here in a, in a few snaps haven't seen dj burks are we starting to peel away uh, some of the big players uh, carson's going to give the handoff no he's going to keep it himself call his own number and he's going to pick up just about three yards there on first down uh, fake me out with it chris yeah that's a smart play there by him you know number 34 for dobbins bennett that's blake dunford he stayed at home did his position and uh, Carson Jones smartly got down, you know, not taking unnecessary shots. Oh, I, th I think that's a that's a smart move. You you've got to keep them honest. You've got to keep things, uh, you, you know, kind of balanced. But yeah, no need to with a twenty point lead uh, allow your quarterback to take big hits. Looks like he's going to uncork it. He's going for Markel. Markel jumps. Markel catches. And yes, let's see. Come on, are they going to make the call? What? Ah, oh, they called it. They a called it a interception. Pick? Yes, I thought it was all Markel. Let's see if we can see a replay here. Looked like a great play though there by the defensive back. It's going to have to be a great play by the defensive back. I thought Markel timed it right, got his hands on the football. Just maybe DB ripped it away. It's going to be a turnover. It's going to go from seven points for the Red Rebels to first and ten. Dobbins Bennett ball will be at their own twenty yard line. So, yeah, he just looks like what he just took it away, you know, one of those 50-50 balls, and I guess he ended up with the ball at the end. That's what the ref's calling. Yeah, Alan, they're, they're closer than I am, Chris. But it's going to be first down and 10 to go. Let's see what they can do. 
As Carson's going to have two running backs in there. He's going to just hand it off there around right end, and uh, he's going to pick up maybe a half yard. I don't even know if you'll give him a full yard. And that looks like number 24 for Dobbins Bennett, Andrew Myers on the run. Yeah, he's he's been their uh, probably third option at the running back position. So again, uh, again they have they have definitely used the uh, empty the bucket here at Maryville High School tonight as they've they've used a lot of different receivers, a lot of different running backs, but not uh, not a not a ton of success here, uh, especially in the second half, Chris. I'm just surprised by the amount of time that they're allowing to go. You know, down three scores. Well, it just looks like they, they don't get in a hurry no matter what the scoreboard reads. Looks like Carson's going to look to throw it out in the flat. He's going to get it to number two. That's Gillespie. Jonathan Gillespie, that's, uh, that's, he's a sure-handed receiver, but it's, uh, it's not going to be a first down. It's going to bring up third down, about four yards to go. Yeah, but that's just Maribel defense in a nutshell. They're going to allow you to get them little curl routes and go out of bounds. I mean, you're not hurting nothing. You're uh, using the time up against yourself, so that's not going to hurt Maribel and like you saw, you know, Markel just pushes him out of bounds. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's just – it's one of those – that's the long way to go. And with the clock doing what it's doing, you, you know, you, you'll allow that to happen if you're Maribel. Yeah, not necessarily that last drive ended the way you wanted it to, but uh, a great play by DB, not necessarily poor play by Maribel. Carson's going to have a defense all over him. He's going he's gonna to punch it out to, to looks like Gillespie, and he's going to get across the first down marker and get a little bit more. He's going to get up to the 36-yard line before he's run out of bounds by a host of Rebels. Who was the, the ball carrier there? Gillespie. Looks like, yeah, Jonathan yeah. Gillespie. That was right. It was a great play call. I mean, Maribel had a blitz on. You know, they over-pursued, and, you know, the best way to beat a, a very fast-paced defense, a very – Blitzy defense is just screens, and it caught Maryville at the perfect time. Well, they, they sent the house. I mean, it was a wholesale blitz. There was five five Rebels in the backfield before the ball was really uh, all the way to the quarterback, and it just uh, he gets it off. Doing an update, West Ridge and Cleveland are now tied 14 all in the third. <laughs> Wow. Well, what a what a topsy-turvy series this is going to be. As it uh, looks like they're going to hand it off to number eight, that is going to be Levi Evans, and he is going to bounce ping-pong off a bunch of defenders. And he's going to pick up He's going to pick up about ten. That's going to be a first down, Dobbins Bennett. Minute, nine seconds to go here in the third quarter. Score is still 34 for the Rebels, 14 for the visiting Dobbins Bennett Indians. They're going to huddle again. Again, still just no no push here. Another big score update. Farragut has now climbed back 21-28 the Science Hill. They've scored two unanswered touchdowns late in the third quarter. Watch out. Here come those Admirals. Carson's going to take the snap. Dobbins Bennett going to look to throw Gillespie oh. in and out of his Ooh. hands, pops it up, and Eli Hames, he, he dives for it. He wanted his himself a pick tonight as well. Uh, incomplete. It's going to bring up second down, 10 to go. Yeah, that was a, one of those ones right off the uh, shoulder pad of the receiver. And uh, unfortunately for Maribel, it fell just shy of Eli Haynes' uh, outstretched, you know, outstretched arms. arms. So it's a third quarter score, Farragut Signs Hill. We'll keep that one in close watch here as we, uh, as we near the fourth quarter here at Maribel. 40 seconds is all that remains here in the third. I'm looking at Bradley Central, Jefferson County's 14 all late in the fourth. Rut row. Carson's going to take the snap. He's going to hand off to his running back. That's Levi Evans yet again. He is bouncing and fighting, but uh, too many Rebels for him right there as he's going to be dropped. Uh, he's going to get a, a yard on the play, uh, but that's all he's going to get. One yard on the play. It's going to bring up a third and nine. 
Yeah, and what was nine-yard runs for him early in the game are now uh, minimal runs. This defense is hitting him hard, especially uh, closer to the line of scrimmage and not giving up any room now. So he checks out. Looks like they're going to check in a smaller back. Third down, nine yards to go. Looks like they're going to let this third quarter come to an end. As Dobbins Bennett walks to the sideline, here come our Rebels. Let's take a timeout with them. Elite Franks, a volunteer home mortgage timeout. You're listening to Rebel Radio. We head to the fourth here in the first round of the 6A playoffs. You're listening, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming, WGAPradio.com. Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage in Maryville. And folks, it's finally fall. With cooler temperatures, shorter days, football, and pumpkin-spiced mortgages and refis from Volunteer Home Mortgage. Rates are at historic lows, and buying or refinancing now could lock in the lowest rates in decades. Call me and let's see how we can save you money. I'm Lee Franks, Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500. That's 865-238-7500. NMLS 1641325. And welcome back to fourth quarter action here for Maryville High School. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Chris Hips and then Chris uh, we've had a good one here tonight. Uh, just a just a tough matchup in the first half. Finally got some momentum for the Rebels. And here in the second half, all Rebels, as uh, as Dobbins Bennett's went dormant here in the second half. Looking at the score or at the stat line, uh, Maryville now has 48 plays, 343 yards of total offense, 38 plays, 167 for Dobbins Bennett. So really, uh, really a, a, a skinny side of the coin here in the second half. DJ Burks making his presence known here tonight. Five catches, 65 yards, two touchdowns, and one big interception. But third down, nine yards to go. Jones is going to try to get it to his trusty receiver. He does. He gets it to Gillespie at the 41-yard line. Maryville's 41-yard line needed uh, needed the 42, gets the 41 and he's going to move the sticks. That's going to be first down Dobbins Bennett as we open here the fourth quarter. Score is Red Rebels 34, Dobbins Bennett 14. Uh, that's just the patented bend but don't break defense. So we're going to give that underneath for out all day. I think like you're a, right. I mean, I, we're watching a team. They're literally lo- losing about 15, 20 seconds of their own play clock each time. I mean, they're – I don't know. I, you would think this is not a playoff game the way their, their offense is playing. Yeah, no tempo, uh, to say the least. They're going to shift there on the defensive front, look to move. Carson's going to take the snap. No, he's going to hand the football off to number 24. He has nowhere to go. Andrew Myers is pushed back. They're going to give him no gain, but I think he probably lost a yard. Yeah, I mean, that was just great defense started by Braden Hoy. I mean, he hit him immediately, and then the rest of the Maryville defense was there to finish him up. I, you know, and, and here's the thing. You know, you talk about a defense that uh, that graduated kids like Lou Birchfield and company. You talk about Travis Reeder, all the pieces that left last year. Even last year's team periodically gave up some off-tackle, off-guard runs. This team doesn't. I think if you if you get a, a couple yards in between the tackles, you've done something against this defense. Quickly back to the line of scrimmage, second down, 10 to go. Carson's going to take the snap, wants to throw it. Looking across Zach, the middle, Zach, Zach Braden. Interception here. He's off running. He's going to get across the 40. He's got some pilots, 50, and he is going to run out of bounds at the 45-yard line. Zach Braden just said, you know what? I've got hands too. Interception <laughs> by the – by a great player, always all over it. I told you he was going to yeah, have a good game, I, and he did. I, just incredible. He read the play. I mean, he jumped back in his middle zone like a middle linebacker is supposed to. And, I mean, the, the receiver ran right behind him. He just tailed behind him, 
Undercut the ball perfectly. Great interception there by Zach Braden. Way to make a big play for this defense. But, uh, you know, Carson it, Carson Jones, our Carson Jones, I think got caught off. He was, he was kind of looking, doing some things on the sideline. He gets out there. He's like, whoa, I'm here. I got it. Carson's out there quickly. Carson is going to have, uh, I think, Noah Vaughn is going to be to his right hip pocket, two receivers to the left. Yep. He is going to hand off to the deuce. He's going to split it out wide. <laughs> arm tackles through arm oh tackles. Gets Lord. across the 40, down to the 36. And he posterized kids. Oh I mean, he's, I mean, a cruel and unusual punishment that, is that, the way I talk about that it. That kid right there, though, who is that? Number 34. <laughs> that is a 225-pound guy. He just literally stiffed arm and pushed down like it was nothing. And got hit two yards behind the line of scrimmage and then – what, a 14, 15-yard game? Yeah, big pickup. 11 yards 11. is how it's going to be scored. But uh, What another great, incredible run. Yeah. 20 carries, 140 yards for the junior. Ooh. ooh. Car- Carson is uh, hes trying to get the hard count. Thought he got the defense to jump. No call. So they're going to adjust at the line of scrimmage. Seven seconds on the play clock. Do we get it off? Carson takes the snap, gets it off clean, gives it to Noah Vaughn. He's straight north and south. He clears the defense, and he backs his way down to the 26. Huge gainer for a tough, you know, I mean, just full head of steam, Noah Vaughn. I don't think the kid Man, gets tired. I'm just, I keep saying wow and wow and then wow again because he just you know what's cool about wow <laughs> spelled the same way i know way you look i'm just saying it. every time it looks like he's going to be hit at the line of scrimmage and then he just pops out for a 10 12 yard gain it's just an incredible i mean incredible running back noah vaughn is it's a huge uh, huge night for the junior and like i said he is the uh he's the motor Score of interest, Farragut just scored to tie it up 28 all against Science Hill. Hey, everybody, the, the juju's off somewhere, but uh, Carson Jones going to take the snap, Ooh. gives it to Noah Vaughn, a little sidestep, another <laughs> sidestep, and give that defender some credit. Uh, he was about to be the next image on a Jeff Weaver post. Number 18 catches Noah Vaughn in the backfield. Caleb Baker is the, the tackler there. Good job by Caleb going low on the, uh, the the driven Noah Vaughn. Well, I would like to point out, I think Noah might have just been a little tired because not many people was going to tackle him out in the open field like that. Noah Vaughn checks out. Looks like they're going to check in Gage Ledoux. Kick two receivers to the right-hand side. That's D.J. Burks and Carson Jones up there. I wouldn't be surprised if you don't see the, the, the number one uh, be the one. Carson Jones is going to hand it. No, he's going to call his own number. He calls it. He's got clear green space. Give him the five. Give him the three. 2-1. Touchdown, Rebels. Carson Jones. Another great play call. They all jumped out for uh, Gage Ledoux going outside, and it wide open down the middle of the field again for Carson Jones. I mean, here's the thing. They parted the seas, and Carson just said, I'm going down Broadway. And he just toe steps right down the center. Didn't have to really change his pace much. Defenders tried to get back to him, but they're – He's sneaky fast. He's got some moves that gets him upfield quick. Touchdown, Rebels. That's Carson Jones just uh, just owning this one. As it, the Bliss Air scoreboard just changed, it reads the Rebels 40. The visiting Dobbins Bennett Indians 14. Corbin Price looks to add one. He bounces it off the field house. That makes it new score, 41 for the Rebels, 14 for the visiting Dobbins Bennett Indians. We'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to Rebel Radio. We'll be right back. Broadway Barbershop, a Blunt County staple since 1958 and a proud sponsor of Maryville Red Rebel Football. Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55. 
loaded with premium technology, like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire, 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover. Welcome back to Rebel Radio WGAP. A little scores of interest. Jefferson County now leads Bradley Central 21 to 17. And we, as we said it earlier, Cleveland Westridge tied at 14 apiece and Farragut Science Hill tied at 28. The kickoff is to is to Dobbins Bennett. He gets a full head of steam to return it. And then how is he greeted, Chris? Uh, I believe number 85. 85. That's Keon Watts. Another big hit there by him. Kias Watts yeah, uh, just Kias. laid out the, the return man there. I think the return man was Gillespie. He, he hit the hole. It looked like he was going to be open for a little bit uh, for a bigger gain. And, yeah, Mr. Watts is introduced him to a nice shoulder pad and laid him down quickly. He's like, this turf isn't nice. It looks even better <laughs> closer. So he just lays him right down. But Dobbins Bennett comes out eight minutes to go here in this matchup. Rebels lead 41-14. to 14. Mirror image on the scoreboard. And uh, Carson, uh, a bigger hole than he left with. Carson stands in his shotgun all by himself. I would think they're going to go to the throw game probably from here on out. He's going to take the snap, looks to throw out in the flat. Number 21 gets it, takes it, and uh, Cannon Johnson stoves him up and then waits on the, the Calvary. Uh, number 21 was the receiver. Uh, that is Hayden Russell. Uh, he's a 5'10", 158-pound junior. Haven't called his name very much. Yeah, and that was smart of him to get down because, like you said, the Calvary was there to lay some big hits on him. Uh, great play by Cannon Johnson to hit him originally right about what, five yard gain and keep him to a minimum game. Team defense, it's the name of the game. Carson is going to stand in the at the quarterback again. Carson, the quarterback for Dobbins Bennett, he's going to take a little three step drop, looks to get the same play, gets it to number eighteen. He is going to be pounded, sandwiched, if you will, between Cannon Johnson and Jason Manneker. Depends on the spot. He might have been short, and they might give him the first down. It's close. I think after some of these hits, he's he's okay if it's not. Oh, uh, they ain't going to measure. They just said, okay, go. All right. Well, it keeps the clock going a little bit faster, so we're not going to complain. As uh, as it quickly gets, uh, Tony Taylor Sr. I just commented on our third quarter post, uh, 41-14 Maribel. Uh, just uh, it doesn't take long for a uh, post to age poorly. As uh, end of the fourth quarter is when that score actually happened. I looked at the stats before this last drive, starting the second half. They have 27 minus 27 yards of offense. That's a uh, it's not a good look. Not a good look at all. They're going to get it out in the flat yet again. Zach Braden and Calvary come to tackle that one. That was number 35 for Dobbins Bennett. Uh, ben Phillips, he's a, he's a big kid. Tied in defensive lines where he's listed. Uh, not necessarily a ball carrier, but he's done so here tonight. Yeah, but, I mean, for such a big tight end he is, I mean, he just got hit hard there by Peyton Cooper and Zach Braden. Like you said, men, uh, what, no gain on the play. Second down, 10 yards to go. We're under seven to play here in the fourth quarter of this round one matchup. And Dobbins Bennett's looking uphill at the Maryville Rebels. 
He's going to have a running back in the backfield. He's going to stack it up on the left side. He's going to – it's a little extra blockers. Carson's going to look to throw it, try to get back to number 22, but looks like uh, he got his own feet tangled up. He can't get back to the football. It's going to go incomplete, go into the Maryville bench. That's going to be third down, 10 to go. And uh, he – the quarterback uh, counting his blessings, that ball sailed because I think with the receiver slipping, like you said, Cannon Johnson was standing right there, and that would have probably been his third interception of the night. That's Maryville defense. That would have been huge, huge if I if I would say so myself. Uh, a lot of starters still in here. Eli Hames still sitting in here. Some people that are not in the game right now. You don't see a you don't see a DJ Burks. Markell's not in the matchup right now. So seeing a little bit of relief. But Carson's going to take the shotgun snap. I think he, he was a little, uh, little early move. to move, but he's going to step up in the pocket, take a shot. Oh, and, uh, Noah. Noah Limeball yeah. nearly picked him off again. Intended target <laughs> was number 33, Jaron Sensabaugh. And he's a, he's, a, he's a big receiver, but not uh, big enough. Limeball nearly picked him off. It's going to fall incomplete. It's going to bring up for, fourth down. They're going to come out in pump formation. Chris uh, – is, oh, is this man. is this give up here? I don't. Like I said, I have not understood the entire play call this second half. Like the delaying, using twenty seconds of play clock. I mean, punting the ball. You got two men deep here. You've got Cannon Johnson. You've got Markel Fortenberry. Uh, it's going to be a nice spinning punt. Markel's going to run up to it, and uh, and then think better of it. Dobbins Bennett's going to catch it, down it, as it was taking a Dobbins Bennett roll, but uh, they're going to stop it. At about the 32-yard line, that's where Maryville come out, set up shop, going right to left here at Maryville High School. They'll head toward the field house uh, here in the fourth quarter. Got some new players checking in from Maryville. I think they're going to keep Carson out there just to uh, just command the troops. Uh, in, in playoff time, you need to need to see this fourth quarter play out, at least for this series. Uh, looks like you're going to see number 59 uh, checking in. Uh, that's going to be Carlos. Carlos Shana is the starter, but uh, still some people checking in. It's like new receiver out there, Caleb Dunford, number 10, and then Julius Toto, the two new receivers. He's had a lot of work here tonight. Carson's going to take the snap. He's going to hand off. Looks like Mr. Ledoux is going to try to get around left end. He's going to get up near the 35. That's where they'll stop his forward progress. Pick up of a couple. Give him three, and uh, it's going to be second down, seven to go. 5.53 is what remains here in the fourth quarter. Uh, a game that in the first half, given Dobbins Bennett some credit, swung some some heavy hammers. Uh, just uh, just ran out of tools in the tool bag uh, in the second half. Maribel's come on strong in the second half, expanded their lead 41-14. to 14. Well, We've talked about it so many times. You can hit Maribel with their uh, with your best shot, and then they just can turn it up a notch in a matter of seconds in the second half. It's almost that deal. Like if you if you hit Maryville, you better knock them out because they're going to come back stronger. Gage do with the handoff. He he's going to push the pile forward. He's going to give four progress to the forty-one. That's going to bring up third down and a long one. Score of interest: Bradley Central just came back downfield and scored a touchdown. Now going up twenty-four twenty-one over Jefferson County in the fourth. What a matchup. 28-all, still the Farragut Science Hill score. Cleveland and West Ridge still 14-all. These are all games that we will see That'll be a, on our a, side of the brackets. They have interest in our yeah in our run to, uh, to another 6A championship. Looks like Gage Ledoux will be the back in here for this series. It's going to be third down, one yard to go. Carson kind of making an adjustment at the line of scrimmage. 
Going to stack up Jackson Phillips to the right. No, move him to the left. They're going to hand it to Gage. Gage goes straight ahead north and south. He's going to cut across the 45, back across the 50, and into Dobbins Bennett territory, punishing Dobbins Bennett's defense down to the 48. That's a pickup. That's nine and two. That's 11-yard pickup for the, uh, the sophomore. And that was a safety, Jordan Evans, number five for Dobbin Bennett, that came down to make the tackle, and he just got um, loaded on by Gage Ledoux. They gave him 6'1", 195. That's a, he has such power for, for just 195. But as a sophomore, that kid's going to get bigger and bigger. Coach Waters will make sure of it. Uh, under four to play here. It's a first down. Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. And uh, Gage Ledoux uh, just chunking away yardage here. That's going to be a pickup of near six there on first down. It's going to bring up second and four. I see a bunch of new faces on the outside. You got Eli Elkins in. I see Hunter Ogle. Let's see number eight. I see you're going to run You're going to run with Drew the, uh, Wallace, number 18's out there going to run with what brought you there on the the offensive line as i say that they check out uh number 58 tristan swank check in number 61 cody fling number 62 comes out adrian gum goes in jackson whitehead came in all right second down four yards to go nearing three minute mark Carson takes the snap. He's going to hand to Gage Lou. He changes direction, 40, clears a shoestring tackle, gets across the 35, oh, and drives it down to the 31. Great run, but, yeah, some laundry on the field. <laughs> We're starting this song early. Well, I'm, I'm laughing about the uh, excitement over here beside of me. Uh, that's, that, that was one of those flags that came out after the play was already at least five, six yards down the field, but, you know, it is what it is. I think uh, some of the offensive linemen asking for some clarification, but they're going to step it off against the Rebels. So they're going to step it off, and it's going to go deep. It's going to go back over the 50-yard line. We'll stop at the uh, at the Maryville 47-yard line. So a big penalty there on what was a really nice Gage Ledoux run. I love watching this Maryville faithful as the as the marching Red Rebels uh, play the victory song as it's a, it's a foregone thing and and the young kids the uh, the newly found Rebels uh, dance to it I like I like seeing that happen as it is second down 15 yards to go two minutes 40 seconds as they're going to move Caleb Dunford across the formation hand it to Gage Ledoux he checks out wide goes to the 50 45 down near the 40 and he is going to be stood up and dropped at the 40 yard line picks up almost. The first down, regardless, he gets down to the Dobbins minute 40. It's a nice pickup for the sophomore. That's going to be 13 yards there on uh, on second down after the penalty. And I'm surprised I didn't see the uh, face mask there at the end. But new quarterback coming in. Charlie Schwager. And new running back. You got Tez checking in and new offensive lineman. I saw number 64 run in. That is uh, Thomas Lennigan. And as the, the Rebel faithful stand up for those starters, a lot of people checking in. Uh, number 72, Houston Ratledge. I saw 88, Jax Kirby run in. I saw number 14. I think that's uh, Zeke McCoy, the third-string quarterback. And as we are, uh, as we are uh, doing all this inner, the inner movement, uh, running out of, out of clock, so they're going to take a timeout, Rebels. Let's take one with them. That's a Lee Franks of Volunteer Mortgage. Timeout. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at uh, WGAPRadio.com. We'll be right back. 
Folks, do you want the best mortgage rate and terms available? Go local. Volunteer Home Mortgage is home-owned and home-operated. We're part of your community. When you buy or refinance with us, you're helping local folks who shop locally, too. That's Neighbors Helping Neighbors. Call me to see how your local wholesale mortgage broker can help you get the best possible mortgage rate and terms. I'm Lee Franks, Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500. 865-238-7500. NMLS 1641325. Welcome back to Rebel Radio WGAP as your Red Rebels are all over Dobbins Bennett 41 to 14 as we're under two minutes to play here in this first round matchup. Charlie Swager in at the controls at quarterback and a host of Rebels in to uh, to insert theirself into this round one matchup. Tez Dozier gets the carry, goes off left guard, and he's going to go upfield, pick up a couple, get near the first down marker. And they say yes, first down Rebels. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. That is probably going to allow this Rebel offense to drain the clock. I don't see Dobbins Bennett. I think they pocket those three timeouts and take them back to Kingsport. Swagger gets the play from Coach Hunt, brings it into the huddle. I think this is going to be one that uh, – Oh, Lord, as as it is fourth quarter, 7.25 to go. Farragut on top of Science Hill, 35-28 at the moment. Charlie Schwager's going to take the handoff. He's going to give it. No, he's going to keep it, call his own number, and he's going to pile over some Dobbins Bennett Indians. He's going to go inside the 35 and pick up uh, some nice yardage there on first down. Going to pick up four uh, for the quarterback. Did you mention the score interest? I did. Okay, because – Coach was asking me. I was like, yeah. <laughs> keeping them up. Yeah, we're keeping up with that. Uh, Chris is excited. He's oh, really man. excited. Well, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm excited about this, uh, you know, this game. Right I think here. this opportunity, you know, it's just a, it's just the way the season's unfolded. You just like what uh, what's in front of us. But uh, Swager's going to kick out. Looks like we've got 14 into the game. That's going to be Zeke McCoy. He's going he's gonna to run a little wide receiver tonight. Schwager takes the handoff, gives it to Tez Dozier. He's going to pick and choose his path, and he's going to get back to the line of scrimmage, maybe lose a yard on the play. But uh, I think the bigger thing is, Chris, that's probably the last snap of the game as Coach Hunt will head to the power M uh, to meet Dobbins Bennett's head coach. That signals another Rebel victory. Let's count it down, Mr. Hips. Five. Four, three, two, one. And yet another first-round victory for the Red Rebels. Let's take a break. Listen to these fine sponsors. When we come back, the Broadway Barbershop post-game show where we'll unfold the stats and announce this week's Smoky Mountain Axe House Player of the Game. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming, If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, Call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates, and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. Mastercraft with a K Renovations. We'll handle all your interior and exterior needs. Kitchens and baths, decks and fencing, flooring and windows, electrical and plumbing, doors and roofs. 
We do it all, and we do it right. Mastercraft, with a K, Renovations, has 35 years experience and is state certified renovator. We are EPA lead and asbestos abatement certified. We are solid surface certified in granite, corian, and marble. We'll handle all your solid surface needs. Proudly serving all of East Tennessee, call today to get your free estimate, 865-233-7577. That number again, 865-233-7577. And you can visit us online at Mastercraft with a K Renovations.com. Be sure to like our Facebook page at Mastercraft Renovations. That's Mastercraft with a K Renovations.com. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blunt County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation review and assurance services. It's Whitlock and Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock and Company online at whitlockcpa.com. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran-owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call, 865-268-5872 or check them out online, smaxes.com. That's S-M-A-X-E-S dot com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. You can't stop me! Can't stop, won't stop. Where the brakes at? I give them that ditty bop. Like, take that, take that, take that, take that. I'm going to put in and welcome in to the Broadway Barbershop post-game show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Chris Hips. And Chris, uh, I-, I tell you, when we got to halftime, 
I don't want to say either one of us was nervous because we weren't. We, we knew that the adjustments would be made, but did I think that it would be a mirror image, 14 to 41, just really uh, a complete opposite second half? Uh, I, I think I would have hoped. But uh, Maryville puts on a show in the second half to distance themselves from Dobbins Bennett, uh, really doubles them up in every sense of the word. Maryville on the scoreboard, 41 to 14. But individually, uh, Noah Vaughn, 22 carries, a buck 51, two touchdowns, a 37-yard long. And that's a 6.9-yard average. That doesn't include the 85-yard yeah, return. Kickoff return. Uh, that really set up the the, the go-ahead shot uh, to end the first half. Gage Ledoux had 11 carries, 70 yards. Carson Jones, the quarterback, four carries, 64 yards, one big touchdown, 16 yards for touch average. Knows when to hit that easy button. Uh, DJ Burks had one carry for eight. Charlie Schwager, one for four. And Tez Dozier, two carries for one yard. Uh, Carson Jones, 180 or 15 of 19, one interception tonight, 139 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, in the receiving category, DJ Burks, five catches, 65 yards, two touchdowns. He also had a huge interception on the defensive side. Uh, Markel Fortenberry, four touches or four catches for 26 yards. Noah Vaughn, two for 21. One for 14 for Carson Jones, the receiver. Gage Ledoux, one for eight. And Julius Toto, one catch for four yards. Markel Fortenberry only punted the football one time for 44 yards. Probably one of the bigger plays of the first half was the fake punt turned touchdown that was drawn back by a, uh, a penalty there uh, that re- really would have blown this game wide open uh, earlier than it actually happened. Uh, Gage Ledoux, kickoff returns. Talk about him, one one return for 13 yards, and Noah Vaughn's huge, one return, 85 yards. Really uh, a tale of two different teams. Tempo for the Red Rebels, uh, really ball control for Dobbins Bennett. Uh, was kind of an odd uh, pairing, but if you look at totals, 22 first downs for the Red Rebels, 11 for Dobbins Bennett. Total plays, 61 plays, 433. Uh, for Maryville, 46 plays for 187 yards uh, for Dobbins Bennett. 26 yards rushing on 17 touches. Maryville had 42 rushes, 294 yards, 139 yards through the air for the Rebels, 161 yards through the air for uh, Dobbins Bennett. But uh, Chris, uh, just a, just a tell of two halves, and and you know what? It was a uh, it was a game that uh, Maryville made the adjustments, uh, did what Maryville does. They win in the first round of the playoffs convincingly. And I was looking at the stats, I mean, just from halftime, there's only 42 yards of total offense by Dobbins Bennett in the second half. You know, that to me was a turning point, and plus the defense intensity. I mean, the way they literally stepped up, uh, the big interceptions there by D.J. Burke. She had a big one by Zach Braden um, with a big return. And it just swung momentum back to Maribel. And I, like I said, I don't understand Dobbins Bennett play calling. You know, you're down by three touchdowns, and you're still running it like it's – a regular season game, but what can you say about this Maribel defense? They just stepped up when they had to. Well, and this makes the fourth consecutive year Maribel's ended Dobbins Bennett's season. I think that's a key point uh, to note. It's just uh, it's the way the finale happens. You know, they see the Red Rebels, and that uh, at least the last four years have sniffed the end. But uh, want to bring Carson Crouch into here, but want to want to take a second to to thank the sponsors that make this thing happen. Twin City Certified here in Maryville, Stevenson Tire, Windy City Grill, Bob Ramsey, State Representative District 20, REO Cheese Wagon, Whitlock & Company PC, Everting Orthodontics, Broadway Barbershop, Dwight Price of Realty Executives, Carico Construction, El Himidor Mexican Grill, Common Sense Pest Control, Lee Franks and Volunteer Home Mortgage, Smoky Mountain Axe House, the Huddleston Law Firm, and Bliss Air. 
dive with us scuba services jumped on board uh this season i want to appreciate jeff birchfield lou birchfield uh for his uh contributions to rebel radio uh looking down there at the field jeff weaver uh he actually has a toboggan on i'll give him credit still wearing <laughs> shorts, shorts. <laughs> still wearing shorts but he at least covered, he's covered his ears but uh but bringing on carson crouch carson you were down there uh right. what'd you see different in the second half really the intensity just turned up for the red rebels and they never looked back yeah i mean you start off the third quarter with two touchdowns you can't get much better than that uh the momentum i think went right into maryville's way as soon as the third quarter started uh and then it finished so uh awesome job for the rebels to come out there and win as uh our smoky mountain axe house player of the game is heading this way let's uh take a break listen to these great sponsors when we come back we'll talk to our to our player of the game uh and then wrap it up here from uh, skeeter shield stadium where your rebels victorious 41 to 14 over dobbins bennett we'll be right back I am Representative Bob Ramsey, a half-century Blunt County football fan. I understand that most of us can't be on the field tonight, but we are a team. I encourage every one of you to take pride in our community and be your best at whatever you do, sports, education, business, or church. I am honored to represent our team in Nashville as your voice in the General Assembly of Tennessee. Best wishes as we work a championship year. Thanks for teachers, veterans, and first responder service. Stay in touch. Paid for by Representative Bob Ramsey. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blount County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maribel be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maribel. Tired of your current job? Looking for a career change? Want to stay home in Blount County? Then check out the many job openings and company career pages at BluntAreaJobs.com. Here you'll find complete job descriptions and an easy application process. Don't waste any more time. Get to searching for your next career. You can find Blunt Area Jobs on Facebook and Instagram. Welcome back into the Broadway Barbershop post-game show where we're here with the Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game, DJ Burks. DJ, uh, you've had a great season. Really, really just loved watching you play ball hawking on the defensive side, really playing great uh, blocking on offense. I mean, I feel like you get out on the edge better than a lot. And uh, But you step up tonight, get a couple touchdowns, and then pick it off huge in the second half to really change momentum again for in the way of the Red Rebels. How, how did it feel to get the big victory here round one? Uh, it feels good. It was a battle in the first half. Uh, we made some adjustments at halftime, and we just came out and fought. We knew it would be a four-quarter fight. 
and uh, you can always count on DB playing hard. Well, what did you see from DB? I feel like you know their their mantra it's it's a stark difference because Maryville runs tempo and DB was really ball control in the first half. It was a little successful for them there early, but what did you see from them that uh, that they were doing well? Oh well, we kind of stopped the run early. They were running a little bit. Once we stopped on the run, they had to go through the air and they're hitting these little you know nickel and dime, you know five yard passes, just moving the chains down the field. So, so again, you, you had an offensive presence here tonight, a couple touchdowns. Uh, you, you've had that crossing route uh, down most of the year. It's, it's always there. It's just when do you choose to pull the trigger tonight, pull it a couple times, both times you're there. Uh, what, what did you see them taking away, Markel, doing some things with Noah that allowed you to get so open? Yeah, they are pretty much double-teaming double uh, Markel with a corner and safety. So that really left the middle of the field open. Um, and C5 just got me the ball out there. And C5, a uh, recently named semifinalist for the uh, the Mr. Football in 6A. Uh, he's something else. He's uh, he's been a starter for this his second year, second postseason. Two picks on the on the entire resume. So pretty uh, pretty effective quarterback at at that position. But uh, but Chris. DJ has been player of the game multiple times before, but I don't remember him being this tall. I don't remember him being this big. <laughs> I still remember him running up here and not out of breath. You know, well, he still does that. That doesn't <laughs> so change. But. I got a, one thing I want to point out was uh, the interception you got. I mean, we'd never really seen nobody out jump Markel and – I mean, you just high-pointed Markel, took it from him. I, I saw him he over there clapping, like looking at you, like, I guess you got me. Uh, how, how did that uh, interception play out to you? I know you rolled over perfectly and read it perfectly, in my opinion. Yeah, so they had uh, three wide receivers to the right and one on my side, so it was pretty much double-covered. And So uh, quarterback just really gave me a chance, and I had to take one from Markel. He took one against, uh, one against me uh, at Cleveland. Down here on this side, he doesn't line. hold a grudge at all. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't remember. So I had to get him back on that one. Well, you, you know, and there was a couple other that you you really were right on on the point to knock it away. Could have, you know, a half step, you get another pick there. Uh, but uh, on the on the one across the middle, the first one where your helmet comes off, uh, that's just one of those battles to where it's you or me, and and you made the point that it was going to be you that time. Your helmet comes off, but you hold the football through the to the reception. I mean, what what went through your mind? You knew you were going to take a hit. How did that play out? Well, I just uh, made my cut. I knew that you know, defensive back would be on my back and um, just had to secure the catch. Um, I was kind of mad he took my mouthpiece off. My oh, mouthpiece wow. uh, string uh, broke off, so I was a little upset about that. Um, yeah, but I was uh, happy to move the chains on that one. Things you learn in the postgame. Now, you show. were one. Was that you that laid the big block on the kick return that sprung? I mean, I was sitting there like, oh, my Lord, he just Kickers want the, to make a tackle, yeah. but I don't think like that. He did not want any of that, and I think he <laughs> will never get in front of you again like that. But, yeah, incredible block that you had that sprung Noah for the big, uh, what we call was a momentum sw uh, swing because, I mean, right there at halftime, they like they were all – Dancing around, jumping, having fun, and that just, I just shut I, all the their heads just off, went yeah. straight down after that return. I mean, you just did it all tonight. But, Thank DJ, uh, we talked to you a little bit off the air. Looks like Westridge is going to come here. They're a new school. They're, they're a conglomerate between three Sullivan County schools. So it's 0-0 uh, it's zero, zero when you look at the rivalry between Westridge and Maryville. Uh, next week we have an opportunity to take that one Oh, difference in the second round of the 6A playoffs. So look forward to that. Excited to see what you guys do over the next week of practice, how you guys show up here at the Skeeter uh, to take on Westridge next week. But congratulations on being the Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. Again, we've got the swag pack. We've got the banner. So as we tell people, if they don't know it, it ain't our fault. We've been given the swag to do it. But we, uh, we have a tradition here to finish up the show. We're going to talk about the finish, and then at the end of it, we're going to get a little Go Rebels going. But the Mighty Rebels have battled and won and sent 
sent the Indians of Dobbins Bennett back to Kingsport in full retreat, and that means a big Red Rebel victory. The Rebels improved to 11-0 as the Indians of Dobbins Bennett fall to 7-4. Their season comes to an end. Final score for Maryville High School, the Rebels 41, Dobbins Bennett 14. As we look to finish up tonight's broadcast, let's take some time to thank those that make this broadcast possible. Landon Harris, athletic director here at Maryville High School, as well as the great administration at MHS. All the sponsors you've heard in and out of the breaks and the infamous Ken Main for up-to-the-minute stats each and every week. A special thanks to Laura back at the studio for getting us in and out of breaks all night long. But for Chris Hips, DJ Burks, I'm Wayne Kaiser, and you've listened to Rebel Radio. If you're leaving the stadium or on the road home, take care, be safe, and yes, go Rebels. Go, go Rebels. Rebels! Here we go. Stop,